3: Always good to talk to you. Oh, shoot. Right. Recorded uh, live. Funny. Let's see. Let me do
2: one thing on my stream. Um, and I'll
3: be right back. All right. Coffee filter, space holding, uh, paste. I want
1: to see the paste filters. Mm. I need to copy that. It sucks. Control C. Control V. Taste. <laughs> Copy filters.
2: all right going live now okay okay let me just put some music on for my daughter all right Yes, yes, you heard the man. True Seekers here, True Seeker Podcast. Hello, how are you guys doing, everyone? Uh, everybody holding me down in the chat room today. Uh, Leo Henry's here, Christy Folks, Jared, what's going on, guys? Uh, we're going to have a special um, podcast with you guys today, going live with a good friend of mine, Michael Basham. We've done several shows together. We're part of the Fringe Radio Network, and uh, already here in the chat room, I'm seeing Uh, that a lot of people have a lot of love for michael basham so looking forward to this conversation today uh i don't really want to move too much further without saying uh thank you to my patron supporters i'm going to try to pull up patreon right now i don't have it pulled up but i want to say thank you to all the people supporting me uh enabling me you guys are enablers i hope you know that you guys are enabling me to do what i'm doing uh this podcast this episode is brought to you by the faithful patron supporters man thank you guys for supporting my work um if you would like to continue to see podcasts coming and support what i'm doing you get a bunch of cool stuff a bunch of cool prizes you get my entire discography of music so you do get something in return a little bit more than the podcast you get my entire discography which is 10 plus albums I just finished a new album that's out now on Patreon. It's not out to the general public yet, but you get access to that. All the new music that I'm working on, it's uploaded at patreon.com. Exclusive interviews, behind-the-scenes stuff, extra podcasts, uh, Thursday night, School of the Mystics, which is something really beautiful that we've been doing. And uh, definitely, if you're looking for community, um, get access to that and check out what we're doing. It's just been phenomenal. So I'm going to give a shout out to some of the newest patrons uh, the last couple of days. We have Jeremy Bowman, Mars. This is a different Mars, not the Mars that I interviewed. Um, M-A-R-S. Um, Austin Bruce, Jerry Jandra, Justin Mars. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for supporting my work. Thank you guys for joining the family, joining the fold, man. You guys, uh, you know, this this podcast is, is free to consume free to listen to but it's not free to produce and so thank you guys for believing in my work and keeping me going it means a lot really does um so yeah we're going to be talking about the spirit of Jezebel um I've taken, I've had notes on this for a while um had there was a period of time maybe two or three weeks where people were just sending me messages almost daily and and leaving comments about the spirit of Jezebel wanting to know my input in it on it. And, you know, they've heard about it and there's gossip and people have said that they've come against the spirit of Jezebel and this happened to their lives when they did it. So they wanted my take on it. So I just kind of started taking all these notes and just putting down some stuff that I've personally dealt with. And then, uh, you know, promised that I would talk about it and I would do an episode on it or a teaching. So that's what we're doing today. Um, I'm somewhat dealing with it in my life right now as well. Um, I don't know that you ever stop dealing with it once you reach a certain level. We're going to talk about that. But uh, I'm going to bring my my guest on and my co-host, my uh, constituent, Michael Basham. What's up?
4: Yo, hey, I thought I should jump in here with my new agey kind of candles. You know, if I'm going to be talking to Truth Seeker, I should be looking (laughs) spiritual. You know, Michael Basham is very new age (laughs) nowadays, He's definitely got the spirit of Jezebel. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I've
2: been... I, I've been fighting... Oh, shoot, I just blew and it Those, up.
4: Ah, those of you who are
2: watching, or, or, those of here. you who are listening on the podcast app, they have no idea, but Michael Batcham just turned off all the lights and held candles up to his face and kind of looked like the crypt Keeper a little bit.
3: <laughs> like, you know, oh, those, <laughs> <laughs> all right, children. We're going to tell you a story about the Lord.
4: No, there's there's a, a lot of people that think I'm the Antichrist now. So, I mean, you might be getting called Jezebel or whatever. What exactly happened? What okay? What do you know about Jezebel? I want to know what,
3: what the master,
2: what the master truth seeker knows about the right. Jezebel spirit. Um, well, I've got some notes. I've dealt with it uh, once or twice. I will say this: there's some. I got some notes about some things that it, it brings in. Je- Jezebel is um, after the spirit of the. Uh, wife of ahab in the old testament and 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 basically what she was doing on the earth back then the spirit of jezebel acts to do the same thing which is to destroy the prophets of god or silence the prophets prophets of god and ultimately try to kill them to try to kill them i don't think that we see them murdering like that spirit murdering christians in the west and stuff like that but it, it it acts in a way that will lead you to depression, isolation, to where you quit, you stop your ministry. It's a spirit of intimidation, huge. Uh, I know it's not just for women. We think of the, the Jezebel being a woman. It's not just for women, but women. But I've predominantly seen it in a lot of women in the churches in the West. They get in and, and, and gossip and slander and backbite to accuse those with the call a call on their life, you know what I'm saying? And and they, they are jealous. Um, they, they feel like they deserve your position. They could do it better than you. They're closer to God than you are, Michael Bassam. So why are you leading all these people when your doctrine is off, your heart is off, they could do it a lot better. So they will stop at nothing until they tear down your platform and I've been, I guess it's perfect timing, like the Lord telling me to go ahead and speak on this because I've been dealing with this here lately. It's been very weird. Um, mm-hmm. I think once you reach a certain level, whether it's yeah. fame of renown, your name is out there, um, you're mm-hmm. going to get this regardless. And I think that, like, for me, I look at the Joel Osteens, I look at Creflo Dollars, some of the people that I may not agree with all everything that they've done, and I've been an advocate of, slandering their name in the past I don't do that anymore I appreciate what they bring to the table um that's that's good and I I like to build upon that but um you know I've I've been there and and they still get that like there's probably not a day that goes by that there's not a heresy hunter a heretic hunter on Facebook on YouTube making videos exposing Benny Hinn even like I like to name drop Benny Hinn because I'm I'm his work is really near and dear to my heart and I'll I'll even get comments. Benny Hinn was exposed years ago. Benny Hinn's a false prophet, true seeker. You should know that. I can't believe you like Benny Hinn. And uh, so these people are still getting this type of stuff to this day. So that should yeah. show us that like once you reach a certain level, it it doesn't go to, go away. To it doesn't go away. But you have to learn how to respond to that. This this. Mm-hmm. This is for us because we're going to talk about our dealings with it because we're dealing with it. But for everybody listening. Like once you reach a certain level, I don't care if you have a business that sells plants. I don't care if you have an online Facebook ministry. I don't care what you build. You're going to have people who envy that platform, who feel more qualified, and they're going to try to make you feel bad. Misery loves company. It's operating in the spirit of Jezebel. How does that sound, Mm -hmm. Michael Basham? Is that close enough?
4: Yeah, um, that's basically, I mean, it's amazing that you called me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the best timing ever because I'm literally going to court here in Taiwan looking at documents made up about me using my YouTube channel to try to steal my daughter from me who's sleeping in the next room. Just amazing to see um, the spirit of Jezebel in operation. And those court, those court documents have the name Jezebel translated into Chinese. And they're using the fact that I said I'm engaging with the spirit of Jezebel that's mm. trying to steal my yeah. daughter and her future destiny. And just the, the line, the, the seed line of the Basham family, the youngest Basham, Kaya Basham, please pray for her. I believe in your audience. Truth you have some of the most amazing people um, listening to you, supporting I you. Really do. I really appreciate the prayers of anybody listening to this. I'm not asking for money. You know, sure, I got books, I got Patreons, but send them to Truth Seeker. But look, oh my I can use your prayers. Help him. I can use your prayers. Kaya Basham, her great grandfather, my grandfather, Don Basham, he used to send out these tapes in the early days of the Walkman, new technology in the late 70s, to share this Jezebel in high places teaching, which I'm posting to my Facebook right now, tagging this show. But it would be like the most heavy spiritual warfare in our family. Whenever those tapes would be let out, because basically what the teaching was about Jezebel in high places was that this Jezebel spirit is sitting on top of the U S government and many places of authority. And it's just, just what you just said, just, it silences the truth. It silences the prophets of God. It's jealous of what you carry, because I believe what you carry is much more than even just a show, even, just your music, which is something very human, very beautiful that you're an artist. And I believe everyone should have that outlet. But what we're doing here is taking over the world. I mean, you you are literally um, interviewing people who have fought for years, Jordan Maxwell and, and Carrie Cassidy. And you're enduring flack for interviewing people in the new age movement. A lot of, and I haven't heard all your recent shows, but I see you when you do it. And I'm always like,
3: thumbs up dude go for it bro
4: <laughs> like you're interviewing you know astral whatever astral travel um mm-hmm. you know these new age people i can even um you know people that that channel spirits and you have the patience for that and um that takes a lot of guts that takes a lot of because you know you might get some got to be called to back. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, you might be the guy to do it because you're not like, Hey, I'm this Christian guy, but you know, Christian church, you know, the spirit mm-hmm. of that church and you love God. Church. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. You love Jesus. You love the Bible. You love the truth.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, you're not here trying to get people to not read the Bible or, or mm-hmm. not go to church or whatever, but you know um, so it's, it's interesting. Just that being said, just to kind of overview, like it was amazing that you just suddenly uh, told me about this show tonight, and I was really excited about it because I have so much to to talk about it. But, um, but let me let me um also pass the mic to you and hear what what notes you have on the subject. I'm I'm really curious to hear about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I've just got a couple notes here. I've got some scriptures on, you know, different ways that this spirit tries to operate in a person's life. Someone who's speaking the truth, um, and and then I have what. I believe is the way that we combat this spirit. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. a way to combat it. Um, and it's been the answer almost on every occasion though. It's nothing new. It's nothing esoteric. It's, it's very practical. And uh, you've asked me different ways about how we achieve spiritual power and do miracles and stuff. And, and this has been my answer to you. And this is the way that we overcome and we'll get into that on how to, how to overcome this spirit. But, um, I have that, uh, spirit that tries to destroy the reputation of the prophets of God. Uh, Jezebel brings in with her other spirits. Like, so in spirit, spiritual warfare and understanding, um, demonology, there's like rankings of demons that, you know, if this demon comes, it's going to bring in this stuff. Confusion is going to bring in these other demons yeah. with it or spirits or vibrations. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about thought patterns. We're talking about the way a person thinks the way that they operate and there's spirits that are influenced by, influencing them because of entertaining things so if we look at a person who is operating under the spirit of jezebel they've given themselves over to jealousy they've Mm -hmm. given themselves over uh, not being content you know and um so some of the other spirits it brings in with it it brings in a spirit of slander accusation and backbiting which Mm -hmm which are big it are are big because you because we're going to give an account for every idle word that comes out of our mouth and we're going to be uh it says that we're going to be justified by our speech and and by our words and we're also going to be condemned by the things Mm -hmm. that we say as well so um it Mm -hmm. brings in these other spirits with it um slander accusation backbiting what would you say
4: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's jealousy. It's people. I mean, the people that are fighting me are people that used to have the same ideals that I still carry today, but they've given them up for, you know, they want money, they want power, they want whatever they want. Um, I probably mentioned on your show before in in previous shows, I was a part of a, a interesting cult called the family international and they were training for the end time. A lot of the stuff that they were doing, mystical travel in the spirit, you know, hearing from Jesus, channeling angels, getting prophecy, kind of what we're doing, kind of like, let's not expose ourselves here, but being chameleons, like, like disguising ourselves and then going into those new age circles. Hi, Carrie Cassidy. Hi, Carrie Cassidy. Would you like to do an interview? She has no idea who you are, and how much faith you have.
2: It's weird. Cause like, I wouldn't talk to Carrie Cassidy about that, but maybe when Carrie Cassidy gets off of the podcast, if she's not on anymore, then I, then I kind of explain myself. And people get yeah. it. I kind of feel yeah. like I'm exposing myself to say, look, I don't even believe in aliens. Like, I don't even call them that. Like, they're angels. You know, there's different wording, stuff like that. And, I, and I'm cool with using it all. Yeah. No, but I've been, but, that, but there's still an audience. People get it like people get it like right. most of these people who are listening are just like us man they're not yeah you know they're, they're not a lot of them into are... one
4: of those channels
2: exactly yeah. they are most of them are displaced Christians people mm-hmm. who love Jesus but they I'm reading in the comments now close close brother of mine Joshua Fluman churchianity makes me sick to my stomach is what he says and that's <laughs> you know to that bro where do you go you're my bro where do you go if you're not yeah. part of the, the uh, local body, because you, you believe truth seeker. or you look different you come, you come to truth. seeker, you come to my <laughs> that's Bass. right? You come to. Hey, we both out. got
4: channels. We both got networks of people. Yours is yeah. obviously much bigger than mine. But hey, I'm surrounded by cool people like you are. You not are. as many as you, but I love you guys. I love your audience.
2: You know, you're what? my brother. You know, it gets into, and we're going to cover. I've covered this on many occasions. It's coming up again for me, um, but we've covered like the sharing of the platforms. Now, mm-hmm. I look when my, Michael Basham goes live or Michael Basham does something. A lot of the True Seeker audience are commenting. They're liking. They're sharing they're commenting i love michael basham it's because you know i believe in you we share each other's platforms you let me come on your show and tell people to check <laughs> me out and stuff like that um but sure yeah in, in, the, in dealing with the spirit of jezebel we've talked about it many times it's like mm-hmm. they don't do that like th- this is my platform i have to protect it god has given me this platform like that right. type of of aura. Right. Um, and let me see, I know I wrote a little part, part of this and we've talked about even the fringe people fighting each other, um, for, for viewership, for patrons or uh, donations. Um, and I'm just going to read this little bit. I wrote here, um, anytime you try to slander someone's name and character, you try to make them look bad so that you look good. Mm -hmm. This spirit operates through leaders in many church circles as finger-pointing and name-calling. Stay away from so-and-so. And And it usually means that they are putting other people and ministers down so that they look better. This is even what you see in denominationalism, different denominations competing for followers and reputation. When you're trying to build an organization, this spirit is very key. Kill the competition. Kill the competition. But we must understand that the true church of, of Jesus doesn't function as an organization, but an organism, living, breathing, and thriving, hence the body of Christ. When we all come together and form yeah. Christ on earth, where two or more are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. That's the meaning of the church. Amen. Kill the yeah, competition. And-
4: Oh, man, I love you, dude. Man, I I thank you for the love on your Facebook recently. I was like, what did I do? (laughs) I didn't do anything. I didn't even, I don't know. Did I talk about you recently? I mean, sure, a little bit. You know, I mean, I'm worried about you too because I know what it takes. I know the kickback when you go into those new age circles. Yeah. Look, I'm so thankful for my girlfriend, Jennifer Christine. She's been praying with me recently. We've been going into the spirit. She's fearless. She's just like you. She's just totally fearless. But there is a kickback. And and last night after we had done all this prayer about the fallen angels and we'd read the book of Enoch and we posted it, I've tagged the whole thing on on there. It's my latest video. But basically, I went to bed and I was listening to somebody speaking and I suddenly heard one of these fallen angels. And I'm not sure if it was my imagination or what it was, but I just heard this voice like, And I'm like, I'm waking up. I'm like, this is disturbing. What was that? all of a sudden and I told her and she was like, you need to just pray. Like maybe we went pretty deep this time, just when the enemy is doing that, he is not allowed to tread on your ground. And if he is, that's when you pray and you bring it before the Lord in the courts of heaven and you tell God what happened. And I'm like, I found the perfect woman because <laughs> like, that's exactly true. But then she's not afraid to try to astral project together. She's not afraid to, learn about the different names of the angels and and pull that stuff down so you know she's pushing me into some things where i'm kind of like uh hold on let me find the bible for that uh okay we're (laughs) clear okay good good to go but the only thing that i hate is what you're talking about is is control like
3: yeah mm,
4: you know man you know derek is just he's just too cool for me like Gosh, like he's gonna steal my listeners. Like, look how many shows he has. Look at his Patreon. They're gonna just give him the money. Let me ask and you. And I that. lost my, my following. You're saying
2: that is funny. Minus skill, anyway. You're saying that funny, but has that, be honest, has that ever crossed your mind? Like, we have to check. It crosses my mind still, but I have to check it. I check it out. Uh,
4: no, dude. Now I'm cross- thinking about it, dude. I don't know if Never- I should go live with you anymore, man. I mean, I should be just doing my own show where I talk about how great I am.
2: Exactly. I, we're laughing about it, but honestly, has that ever crossed your mind? Look,
4: anybody that thinks that way is, is shooting themselves in the foot because do you have any idea how many people are online right now? Like nobody has the time to listen to just one person. They're going to go everywhere. You can't control anybody. We don't have time for cults anymore, but they're it's going to listen. The niche narrows it down. And then those niche people fight each other. They're like yeah. no no no. I wanna interview Carrie Cassidy.
3: No, I get to interview Carrie Cassidy. No, Carrie Cassidy's mine.
4: Yeah. I actually had a dream I interviewed her once. And um Do it. This is it's how hard. I look at men.
2: Is it hard? How how
4: was she? How was she? When so, she was
2: on my show, it was great. When I was on her show it was hostile. You know, it's kind of weird. That's a, That was a spiritual thing, too. Me going that's, on her show, that's her coming to mind. True. Her Whoa. countenance was different. You know what I'm saying? She was giggly. Okay. She laughed. You know, but on Whoa. my show, there she was off. Like like we're talking about protecting the platform. Because I'm talking about you. Mm. I'm talking about the Bible. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Like, dude. well, if you, fa- and, dude. No, if you might try to check no me, way, dude. cut me off. Yeah.
4: Yeah. She, you know what she does? She listens to spirits while she interviews people. Hmm. She said this. I've, I, used really? to hear, I used to listen to her all the time. I have my spirits that I listen to you and I channel. And they tell me what to say while I'm interviewing people. So you were not dealing with Carrie Cassidy. You were dealing with yeah. her spirit guides. And they don't I, like you, buddy. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard her do that before to other Christian it's guests.
2: Part of the spiritual. Yeah, you're right. Because right after mm-hmm. me, there was another guy she interviewed. And she's like she's so um, as a matter of fact, you know, and it's operating partly under the spirit of Jezebel as well. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. You promoted Jordan Maxwell. You said you learned from Jordan Maxwell, but now you're saying that you believe in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And I have to, you know, I'm saying straighten it out or or let her know why I don't just follow anybody. 100 percent. Jordan Maxwell, when he's talking about the Elohim and the gods of the Bible and things like that. He's right on. But there's some stuff that Jordan Maxwell is off on. There's some stuff that Mm -hmm. is debatable that he's making it up as he goes along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's with everybody, anybody that we promote. I mean, you wouldn't, you know, even me. I mean, there's probably people who listen. They listen, but they listen to the show. But when I start talking about the Kundalini, they cringe. When I start talking about Mm -hmm. aliens, they cringe. Like, trust me, like some Mm -hmm. of the people who have been lashing out at me recently, it's been about the aliens, Or it's been about really, dude. Yeah, you're you're promoting aliens, brother. Aliens are demons, and we're going to expose you. Yeah, like, yeah, they know
4: everything about aliens, don't they?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They do, they got it all figured out. They just know everything there is to know (laughs) from the
4: Pleiadians to the reptilians (laughs) and the mantoids. You've got it it pretty figured out, man. With all respect to Carrie Cassidy, all right, Douglas Dietrich, who's been on her show recently, who I interviewed like way too many times, and I love the guy. We, we both used to joke, and I hope nobody shares this gossip with Carrie Cassidy or Douglas Dietrich and gets me in trouble. Hint, hint. Please get me in trouble. Please throw me into the bri- briar patch. We're both like, you know, Carrie Cassidy will believe every single guest that she has on her show. Like everyone that comes on Carrie Cassidy's show Are you is the gospel. Of the tr- liar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But here's the catch, though. What happens when Truth Seeker goes on her show and talks about the gospel? And then suddenly she's all like up in arms and I've seen her do that before to other Christians. Yeah. And like, what is that? Cause you could be everything from flat earth to planet X is doing like loop de loop hula hoops around the earth and say yeah. whatever the heck you want. And it's probably true, but then you can't say that Jesus is the son of God and he came manifested in the flesh and was crucified mm-hmm. and was risen again. You know, you can't say that. That's how I'm able to tell.
2: Right. I've been on yeah. a lot of different new age shows some Christian shows and you see how their countenance change changes when you mention Jesus. We can mention Buddha, we can mention Krishna, you know what I'm saying? Allah, whatever, religion, under the faith of the Sun, any other God or whatever. But when you mention Jesus, their countenance will change and they get hostile. That lets you know you're dealing with something deeper. Like just by that change of countenance. The same way Mm. with Jezebel, man, it's still it's it's operating under the same same spirits. Um But it's tactful. Like, every move is a calculated step. Like, this is not overnight. This isn't just on a whim. I've been doing this a long time. There's etiquette. There's things I've learned. um, And it's working. And people are getting pissed off that it's working. Like, there's people who, they deserve this platform. You know what I'm saying? They feel like they could do it better. And I'm dealing with those people lashing out. I talked about getting death threats and all kind of weird stuff, you know? Um, Yeah. I want to read this scripture because this is a key one the, concerning the spirit of Jezebel in, the, in, in Revelation, actually. And you probably know this scripture, but I'm going to go over it. Um, okay. Revelations 2.19. I know thy works in charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. This is uh, God speaking to John or speaking to us the, the spirit of the prophets essentially okay. notwithstanding i have a few things against thee because thou mm-hmm. sufferest that woman jezebel which mm-hmm. calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my service servants to commit fornication mm-hmm. and eat things sacrificed to idols so God saying you're doing all this good stuff you're helping people you're doing charity you have patience you have great faith but wow. you're letting Jezebel run amok amongst my people who have no idea. Mm. Mm. Um, and I gave her space to repent for her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into the great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. So there's a way out to repent, mm. to wash your hands clean of this relationship. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. It's like, and this is really cool about, th- you know, this Revelation chapter 2. It's like God commends the prophets, and he, look, I commend you for, ex- and there's another place where he commends people for exposing false prophets. It's, on, it's actually on the other spectrum. He's like, you're exposing, you're, like, you, you're a heresy hunter. You're keeping watch over the church. You're keeping watch over these false prophets who are coming in, but you left your first love. So it's always this, this love, but with this rebuke at the same time, which is how the Lord usually rebukes us. Right. And he says, you're doing everything good, but none of y'all have said anything to this spirit. That's teaching your people. It's not a, a literal Jezebel's literally there. It's spiritual. This spirit is teaching people. It's, it's, it's uh, essentially seducing people um, to uh, – to. it's making disciples. It's making mm-hmm. little Je- Jezebel, and, and they go in pockets. Dude, one thing about – one Jezebel is one thing, one person who's got this seat of authority and, like, they're going run, running amok. But when you have a bunch of them together in a pact,
0: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gets
2: crazy too. And they all affirm each other, and they all try to bring other people in. We've had them – here in our midst, man, I know a lot of people who, who have been hurt from it, you know, and they haven't been able to bounce back like all the way from that. And then yeah. when the word when Christianity's brought up, you know, they kind of fringe because or cringe essentially because mm-hmm. of their involvement with the spirit in Christendom. It's in the churches.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is.
4: Um, yeah, and it's, it's getting worse. And I'm, I'm amazed the timing again of this broadcast. This talk is prophetic. The timing. I, again, I, increasingly, I feel like what we're doing is not entertainment. Although, of course, both of us got to worry about our, our technology. Okay, what do we got here? Is everything live streaming correctly? Is the audio working? Let me restart my computer. Who's listening? Okay. And by the way, I see some of my listeners here, too. Ex got thoughts on there. Bless you, bro.
2: Hey, tap, tap, tap your microphone. I'm I am getting some buzz back right now. Oh, okay. it, it is the
4: microphone.
2: Yeah. All
4: right. I might need to call back in. All right. No let me call right. Let me call you right back in. Okay. Okay.
2: Great. Cool. And cool. Uh,
4: you you tell us your notes about Jezebel, dude.
2: I'm gonna keep going.
4: All right. I'll call you right back.
2: All right. All right. So some more notes I have here, guys. Um, when the prophets begin to prophesy, when they begin to do miracles. And minister in the spirit and minister, the spirit of Jezebel will, will appear just like it did for Elijah. So the spirit of Jezebel was coming against Elijah, the prophet of God, who was doing many miracles, signs and wonders doing all of these exploits uh, for Yahweh. And then, you know, the opposition comes forth. It always comes. It, it, the opposition always arises. It did throughout the scripture, any, any like, mighty man of valor or any prophet or whatever, even Jesus, the disciples, like all of them, they were doing their thing and the spirit of the age would come forth, right? It's essentially the same thing. The spirit of the age comes forth and tries to stop what they're doing, especially if it's good. um, If it's righteous, they will try to discredit you, things like that. Uh, Jezebel's agenda is self-worship, self-worship. She masquerades as being religious, but she worships at the altar of Baal. So she can still say all the right things. She can um, have the appearance of godliness, but but, but deny the power thereof. She's not really a prophetess. She appears to be that way. Her goal is to destroy the prophets of God. Jezebel, Jezebel's plan is to silence your voice through depression, inadequacy, and you will always fall prey if you continue to look for validation from others to pursue the call of God on your life. This is huge. I'm going to read that again. You will always fall prey if you continue to look for validation from others to pursue the call of God on your life. This is something that you have to um, in, in the wedding chambers and we're going to get to that in, in a little, little bit uh, receiving the call of God for your life we always are looking for affirmation for other people to give us that pat on the back or tell us to pr- pursue this keep doing it but if you live for their acceptance you'll die for their rejection the spirit of Jezebel works to discourage you and reject you uh, slander, backbiting, spreading lies and rumors about you I'm, I'm dealing with this right now both ways. I'm dealing with it and I'm dealing with it. we will putting an end to this. Luke twenty-one fifteen, And this is what's good though for, for those of you who are uh, following the voice of the Holy Spirit. For those of you who are called according to his purpose. Luke twenty-one fifteen is a powerful scripture. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all of your adversaries shall not be able to gang say nor resist. It's a good scripture. This is God. This is a promise from God to you. I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all of your adversaries shall not be able to gang say nor resist. This is the mouth that we have. I deal with this on a personal level when people try to come at me um, and generalize. And I I, I always encourage you guys to um, when someone comes at you and says, you know, Oh, you're into that stuff. Like a while ago, a guy, um, he he was a fan of my music. You know, I, I had no idea who he was. He just randomly hit me up, and he says, um, um, he says, "Hey, bro, what do you believe?" And that was it. <laughs> what do you believe? And I'm like, about what? Like about, like all my beliefs. You want me to unpack all my beliefs for you? Like it depends. So you have to. What I'm saying is. People try to put labels on you. They try to say, "Oh, you're a Gnostic." Oh, you're, and they use it as a derogatory term, not a good expression. That's calling you a Gnostic. Uh, Christians use the word Gnostic as a a, a curse word or a derogatory term. Hey, true seekers, a Gnostic. Let's unpack that. What do you mean? What is a Gnostic? Like, what are you talking about? You have to don't let nobody generalize you. or true seeker's into the new age. What does that mean? What do you mean? So if you if you're able to Get these people to be specific about what they're talking about. You can address them. You can talk to them about whatever worries or genuine concerns that they have about you, um, even if it is genuine. And every time I've been able to talk to somebody on a one-on-one level, I've been able to win them over. Close friends who will say. Oh, man, you got the all seeing and i you got this. And they're just, they have all these ac- accusations. But whenever you're able to talk to them on a one-on-one basis and open up your heart and let them know your agenda, your motive, what you're doing, you know, uh, you're able to win them op- over. And the scripture, Luke twenty one fifteen, for I will give you a mouth w- and wisdom, which none of your adversaries shall be able to gang say nor resist. This is the mouth that we have. We have this wisdom. We have this ability to uh, deal with people this way so i always look don't let people don't let nobody call you out your name don't let anybody put labels on you or generalize is what i like to call it because um, a lot of times we find ourselves as um elijah who was dealing with with jezebel he would have these huge miracles these huge victories but even after that because of the fight because of the battle he would go he would fall into temptation Somebody yeah. doing all these great miracles. And this happens to us at times. He would fall into temptation after, after some of these victories. Uh, there's a scripture here. It's 1 Kings 19:4, And this is Elijah. Says, I, it says, I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. He lay down under the bush and fell asleep. So after having all of these, you feel like giving up. But don't don't grow weary and well doing when the scripture wants to address that. And it is hard. It's not always easy. It's easy when it comes from strangers a lot of times. I say it I say it's easy. It's it never gets easy. You know what I'm saying? And that like we talking about at the beginning. I don't think Joel Osteen checks his uh tweets, people tweeting him and uh, you know, like reading the comment section on his latest upload. I don't think he goes there and debates with those people. But I I get like I get random people you know making fun of the way i talk or say you're trying to be black you're trying to be black True seeker you know and all this weird stuff and um it's easier when it comes from strangers but it, when it comes from people you know it's a little bit harder you know it makes it harder when when there's people who who believe in you i have personally what i have going on right now i have uh some people who are hooked on drugs like really I'm talking about meth and and heroin and painkillers like a real shot out individual who like a lot of people in my inner circle have like went to this guy for counsel and stuff and this guy's openly like robbing people and is insane but he talks he knows a lot of scripture and he's been able to like talk to some of my 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 friends not even fan base or audience but he's been able to talk Mm -hmm. to some of my friends and say like we were talking about this earlier you know true seeker works magic and the true seeker is like deceiving people making people send him money you know what i'm saying like this kind of stuff and um true seeker does not follow the way of Christ and stuff and and there and people are agreeing with them like some of my friends they're like listening to him and stuff and it's like man like consider the source man why are you guys um following the messenger like mm-hmm. you have to look at it, man. I judge the fruit. I yeah. judge the fruit of what goes on in Michael Basham's life of my own life of the people over me. Mm-hmm. Like if they ain't got their, li- if you don't have your life together, you have no business coming to me, telling me, bro, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the right to do that. But when you're, when you, when your fruit shows for itself, I'll you can you have the ability and authority to speak into my life. You know, mm. you can't come at me from like rehab clinic, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> telling me like I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, no, like yeah. look at the fruit, brother. Judge yeah. the fruit, like Jesus said. And uh that's one thing. It deals with backbiting and slandering. And um uh, Jesus made some, some really uh distinct um gave warnings to to those who are slandering. Um, and we talked about this at the beginning. What's what's wrong with slander? What's wrong with gossip? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Bible goes on and on and on about how, the power of words. We're told sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, we're told that, but that's on the contrary. Like, words are powerful, man. Words are alchemy. Words are spells. When we really wow. get into the esoteric breakdown, Kododama. words, spells, when you write a when you write a word out, you spell it. It's a spell mm-hmm. when you and there's a, a type of handwriting called cursive you're writing mm-hmm. you're putting Whoa. spells and writing cursives and you you're yeah. speaking this stuff out o- over people like it's not just it it does hurt words do hurt but uh and this is why jesus says in matthew twelve thirty six it says, "I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word they speak for by your it's words." Amen. be justified and by your words you Amen. will be condemned you Amen. find a lot of this that goes on like in prayer circles this is big in the church man it really like the church is known for gossiping and backbiting Amen. and killing its wounded right, right? Um, Amen. you find this going on a lot of times in prayer meetings where people will say look and because I've seen it you know people will be like hey y'all uh, they say anybody have a prayer request yeah let's pray for um, let's pray for so and so okay what's going on i oh, has seen him in a, he was in a homosexual bar last night. He's running with the homosexuals now. And they're like, hmm. you just wanted to tell us that. Like, you just wanted <laughs> to tell this group of people that this person we know is in the gay bars and hanging with the homosexuals. Like, yeah, didn't, like I, I highly doubt that you went to God um, before you came to us. You know what I'm saying? I think we should bring that to God first. You find these prayer meetings that turn into gossip parties and then somebody else says, oh, you're right he was hanging with so-and-so who's a gay and who's a, And I'm just using this as an example because I've heard this, like I've been in mm-hmm. those circles where they're, you know, gossiping and slandering and stuff. And, uh, it, when, when the prayer meeting turns into a gossip party, man, that's somewhat operating under the spirit of Jezebel. When you want mm-hmm. to, it makes you look more holier. Cause you're not, we're not talking about your sin. We're not talking about the stuff that that, you, that you're dealing with when you bring that to the table. Right.
4: Yeah, why don't they talk about their struggles with homosexuality? I mean, we know, like, most people these days probably have something, you know. Hey, everybody, I was in a sex cult. Whoopsie-doo. You know who I really love is Milo. He's, like, openly gay.
2: And yeah. he goes on He's Info the strongest Wars. player for the right-wing conservative Christians, right? He
4: really is, man. He oh, ruins man. everything for everybody. <laughs> and that's what we need more of it's more milos we need more people to just upset the system when i left my sex cult i had a dream with the leader of the sex cult at the time and um, the very day that i was going to get kicked out because not because i was so sexy or so awesome which i wish i could have been but i was just being michael you know i was just kind of wild and out of control and there were a lot of control freaks there there were a lot of jezebel spirits and they're like, man, who is this guy? Who does he think he is? Like to just run around and witness and get prophecy all day. And he doesn't listen to anybody and he just does whatever he wants. And I had a dream from um, 2007. And just to sound more spiritual, I'll have my candles like near my face here. But basically I had my my prophetic dream of my life that night in 2007 around May. And it was like, god showing me that i 'm going to take your life and i 'm going to just throw it out there, and you 're going to make a huge mess and you 're going to stir up a lot of trouble and but you're going to change all these timelines and He showed me the timelines as like like sand dunes and um, the cult fell apart actually months later after I was kicked out now i 'm one of the, my house is a safe house for people leaving it in taiwan i 'm having people live with me who are leaving the cult who are abused people and they're strong. I'm not patronizing them. I'm just saying, look, these are amazing people, but they were in that same sex cult. It's melted down. Horrible things have happened since that decade of, of period of time. But meanwhile, what we're doing, we're running around, we're sharing truth. We're learning. we're. I've been listening to Jordan Maxwell for like 10 years and Carrie Cassidy and, you know, Douglas Dietrich and these people, but also the mystics, the Ian Clayton's, the, you know, there's more to be learned. There's Mike Parsons, who I've just shared his whole teaching about the Melchizedek. Um, I'm sorry, Metatron's Cube, with my girlfriend because we're basically going after all this stuff, the fallen angels. You know, we're doing, uh, you know, we're we're just researching the Book of Enoch and finding out is and maybe our listeners are more educated than we are. Is there anything ancient that's not New Age that talks about Metatron's Cube? And Truth has got one in his room. You know, if anybody has any information that I'd really like to know, please tell us about the cube. Because I had a dream two days ago where I was literally running from all these entities. I don't know if they were aliens or Nephilim mm-hmm. or what they were. And I was holding this black cube and I knew it was really important. And they were running after me. And I, I chucked it like a football, like across a, a fence to a field like hoping that somebody else would catch it or I could catch up and grab it. And it was just this like football game, like Uh, (laughs) do not let him get the cube. You know, it was so cool. And uh, I woke up the next day and we did this show about the, about the cube and about Metatron and about Enoch and uh, Michael, the archangel, you know, it's kind of all over the place, but we're, we're dealing with this stuff in the spirit. I'm not that interested in entertainment, honestly, like, I make a very small amount of money from doing this. I still have to work, believe it or not. (laughs) Like People send donations, but they mostly believe in the people that we're trying to help, like the fact that we're trying to help women and children in in bad situations here and around the world. But I just want to make a difference in the spirit. And I'm calling out people who will also be spirit warriors, who will travel in the spirit, who will quote-unquote astral project to have lucid dreams, to look a little bit new age and listen to truth seeker. And, uh, let's go for it. You know, let's just do all of it. Let's take everything back for the kingdom. It, it's all, it needs to be under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. All right. I'm passing the mic to you, bro. Yeah,
2: no, there's a bunch of people, man, who are listening to this and, um, who are making contact. Like there's people, um, you know, our Thursday night school of the mystics, takes it to a more of a, a personal level. Um, we, we learn to, we, we haven't got into astral travel yet, but we've been, we're learning to prophesy. We're learning to uh, follow the voice of, our, of the intuition of the Holy Spirit, the guidance. Um, we're doing courses together. We're growing as an online community and people are, are responding to it. You know, uh, people want more. You know, people, people are, are, are tired of status. Uh, they're tired of settling for status yeah. quo. And, yeah. uh, and, and being told they can't or being told that's not how you do it and they know um, so like there, there's people waking up man and like I said these and it, we call it new age call it what you want you want to know like we talk about like why I'm doing all you know I do a bunch of new age shows and I have all these healers and all these metaphysic people on there why do I have them on first of all I do think that some of them have some really good stuff to say like we, yeah. they, that's true. They approach yeah. it from from a realm that that um you you'll never hear in in, in Christendom, and yeah. some of them are biblical concepts, but you just don't know it because it's the way it's worded. Like for me, I, every everything in my mind is comes back to. I can't watch a movie without seeing biblical ties and themes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's just how my mind works early on i that's what i prayed i wanted to see jesus and everything and i do you know um yeah. so and a lot of these new agers are closer to jesus than the christians are 100 yeah. percent. they have more fruit they have more peace they have more joy they have more favor they you know what i'm saying
3: Amazing. they
2: don't call him jesus not, and i'm not fine with that because that's not his name you know what i'm saying we <clears throat> that's a title you know mm-hmm. and uh that, that's not his name. He doesn't, they, they didn't walk on Jerusalem calling him Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a, it's a title, it's a character, it's a name. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, some of these people, I would rather hang with the new agers than hang with this, a group of Jezebels. They okay. eat me alive, bro. It's an, yeah, and
4: I wanna, man. I'm with you, bro. Let's have some, let's have some, uh, shall we say, let's have some mate with them we won't we won't smoke weed we won't uh <laughs> yeah you know, drink beer we'll just do some sake, <laughs> so, oh, sake. okay oh sake that sounds kind of spiritual
2: it's not a name <clears throat> um, me too i'm with you bro that's awesome 100 percent. Jezebels are, are like very intimidating like i've dealt with jezebels before and i've been silent because i've been intimidated like when you're dealing with spiritual practice they know stuff about you yeah like that it gets intimidating yeah no like that's why we talk about having you have to be open before god you can't hide anything from god you can't have any unconfessed sin and do what we're doing you have to be an open book and when you are you take away all the power like any power that anybody has to say against you because you're open we look at eminem in the in the movie eight mile they like Hmm. they got all this ammunition he's a white boy who's a wannabe he lives in a trailer park he's poor his girlfriend mm-hmm. cheated on him. So Eminem goes up in the movie Eight Mile at the, the finale and he does his freestyle and he doesn't project it on everybody else. He projects it on himself. Yeah, I'm a white boy. Yeah, my girl left me, blah, blah, blah. And he goes into detail and yeah. he took all their ammunition. So that's what they were going to talk about. And he, yeah. he's an open book. And it says, if you walk, the scripture says we're supposed to walk in the light as he is in the light. Right. And we have no darkness in us. If we're walking in the light, Lauren Hill talks about it of finding true spiritual peace and freedom was just being yeah. o- being okay and open about everything not trying to hide it and just being in the light and then like to the TMZ's and those type of people they didn't have they don't have anything on you no more because you're just being in the light you're not trying to hide anything and then you know it takes away their power and I and I've seen that uh even from Jezebel but if you're hiding stuff you know, anger issues. I, I've we've been a part of de- Deliverance Ministries, and I had a brother tell me that he like struggled with anger issues, like until the point that it was like demonic rage and stuff. But on the outside, yeah. he's one of the most humble, meek people you you would ever meet. We mm-hmm. go into a, a a deliverance session with a dude who was filled with demons and wanting help, yeah. and then he just the dude perked up, looked at him, and just started like calling him out to a uh, to a place where it did something to my friend he got scared and backed off and like man this guy just read my bell but if you deal with those anger issues if you're walking in the light you don't let them have any power over you or against you then it can't do anything i've been downtown and i've had people call me i've been nervous Mm -hmm. dealing with the spirit of jezebel and they'll call it out look at you shaking you're nervous your hands are trembling and they're like i I don't know if you can even see it, but it was like, I was really nervous dealing with these people in these confrontations and stuff. And I've had Jezebel call me out and, and, and me not do nothing about it, you know? And then you say, and it, we go to that scripture in revelation. Why do you suffer her to live? Why are you a lot? Why won't you say anything? You're allowing this Jezebel to teach, to confuse Keep people. Intimidation. Yeah. The spirit of intimidation. Um. But, um,
4: there Just is some kind of the Bible study what happens to Jezebel.
2: Yeah, we can yeah, exactly. What happened we can talk about that too. I'll let you uh say how Jezebel met her demise and then I'll I'll speak about how we can have peace from that spirit of Jezebel.
4: Yeah, well um I um after a lot of this, this crap, which I'm just, I'm done, man. I'm done with people effing with me and with my daughter, my little girl, the stupid sex cult that needs to just die and all the people leaving it, which need to have freedom. And, um, I basically, uh, just went out and shared the whole story of what's been happening and I keep getting YouTube copyright claims and, or uh, privacy claims. It's just saying, like,
1: no, don't talk
4: about the pedophiles. And by the way, his name's Stephen Lee. He's one of the big freaking Jezebel freakout people here, which um, keeps just hurting his family that's trying to escape from him now. And um, we're taking them in, and uh, me and a couple other guys, basically. And he every time his name is mentioned, he puts out a privacy claim about his name. He's like, don't say my name. So it's like, fine, we're saying your name everywhere now. You sold your family for a Harley, and you call yourself this great healer and a minister, and you're doing this. Well, we're not intimidated by the spirit of Jezebel because the whole verse, and I would like to make a shout out to my friend, uh, Hot Retarded Chicks. Hot Retarded Chicks has a really cool YouTube channel. And um, I'm going to find his comment, which he basically found all the verses about Jezebel and posted them for me. I really rely a lot on my listeners. They're the ones that know the Bible a lot better than I do. But um, but Jezebel, I mean, gosh, you know, like it was like Ezekiel or, sorry, Isaiah. No, Elijah. Elijah or Elisha. (laughs) One of those guys. Yeah, I believe, yeah. Freaked out. About this woman, like he's calling down fire, just destroying all <laughs> awesome. false prophets. Yeah. And then this little guy gets all messed up about a woman. I mean, no offense against women, I love women, but it's like,
2: it's kind of, you know, well, he's well, it somebody kind of has made it their life goal to destroy you. Like I'm getting those messages from this a guy who's doing that to me right now. It's and the person's not all that there Probably in the crisis. He definitely <laughs> not. Definitely, that's it, it. Is scary. It's intimidating, but you yeah. can't back down. You got to be ready to go to war, spiritually, and right. physically if need be. Right?
4: Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I don't think you have to do anything. I think that this is something that literally, she her demise was that she was ripped uh, oh, limb no. to limb by dogs, and um, I'm having trouble finding birds here um but it's horribly grotesque what happens to jezebel and if you get called a jezebel you should be afraid now rather than you going around intimidating god's people how about you realize if you're really wanting to go down that road and in my house is someone who was just called a witch too which is why I, you talked about jezebel and being called a witch i was like whoa attention 100 percent this is not just truth seeker just needing to do a show with somebody just randomly. This is the Holy Spirit. We need to focus on this. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Boom. I mean, I just had a two hour conversation today about this very thing about Christians calling real Christians who have mystical experiences, who really have the ability being called witches. I'm sorry, but that's just too much coincidence. So, um, yeah, you, the witch, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And this, these are like saints, dude. These are not just like people that are talking about New Age on the Internet. But now they want to. Now they're going to be like, let me talk about everything God's ever done. And if Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying the dogs shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. There was a prophecy about her. Look at that, man. The dogs will eat you, religious spirit. We're not talking about people who we love. I and mean, I have a lot of friends who are afraid yes. of what I do. They're literally like cutting off ties with me right now because they're they're they've sworn allegiance
2: to the cult or they're just whatever. It seems and, bigger. Um, it seems like it has some type of stature because there's more people there and you know. Right. And dogs shall eat Jezebel in the
4: portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. Okay. Anyway it's um came to pass when Joram saw Jehu, he said, Is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace so long as the whoredoms of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many? And Joram turned his hands and fled, and said to Az- Ahaziah, there is treachery, O Ahaziah. Boom. A lot of um a lot of battle going on there the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the field in the portion of Jezreel. And so (laughs) they shall not say this is Jezebel. (laughs) She might still be a high level demon. Like Satan might've like lifted her up, like Anakin to Darth Vader, which is why we still deal with this thing. But um...
2: he just talks about that, man. He talks about it. I mean, he yeah. talks about dealing with spirits from the past, that these spirits are going to come back and you're going to have to deal with yes. them. He talks yes. in, in, in specific he's, and that, it's very similar but he's, he's talking about um, uh, Queen Sheba, which calls her the prince, the, the princess mm-hmm. of the south, essentially the, the queen of the south, I'm sorry. And it's yeah. the same type of accusation. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to expose you. Really, mm-hmm. this is, one hundred percent, and uh, Solomon had to deal with her. The same spirit. People, when we talk about spiritual warfare, people die. Spirits don't die. Spirits live forever. We're fighting the same. There's so many different uh, verses about this, and Jesus talks about look. The same thing that you. He's calling people out. He's like speaking to the Pharisees and stuff, and saying, look, my fathers dealt with y'all. The father's mm. dealt with y'all. Same spirits, yeah. and so now y'all are here for me. Y'all come for me. The same spirits that were there. Jesus had to deal with them. Moses dealt with them. We're dealing with them. Jesus gave the prophecy in Matthew 12 and Matthew 14, where he talks about that these spirits shall rise in judgment against this generation. Mm-hmm. It's really deep. But like I said, right. you know, the way to overcome this, and I think this is the way to overcome everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's through Christ, through the, the higher path, not stooping down to their level, Amen. It's hard to do sometimes. Um, but I want to read this this scripture here because, like, we're talking about going to the secret place with the Lord and, wow, and going to a place where, there. where nobody yeah. can touch you, nobody can harm you. And in the scriptures throughout the whole Old Testament, it's symbolic as going into a cave, going into right. your prayer closet, getting away right. by yourself with God, and pouring yes. out your heart. And uh, so even with Elijah here, it talks about in – uh. uh Kings um, 18, 4, it says, while Jezebel was killing off the Lord's prophets, Obadiah had taken a hundred prophets with him and hid them in two caves, 50 wow. in each, and had supplied them with food and water. So they hid from her killing the prophets in the cave. And it's not about hiding, it's about going there to receive instruction, what you're supposed to do next, you know, and just spending time with the Father. Um, Caves represent the hiding place or the secret place, essentially the shelter for god 's children to go for protection against attacks of their enemies. The cave is your prayer closet, the place that you enter into god 's rest and spend a long time with the heavenly Father mm-hmm. all throughout the scriptures with David hiding from from Saul in the cave you know and uh, and yeah. then but there were times where you had to come out the cave to face the the enemy you go there to get strength like The first shall be last. You have to go there and and receive power from on high, man. It's essentially spending time with the Holy Spirit, with the Father, going into that place to come out and be able to face the world. Like, who's who's that? uh, um, Leonard Ravenhill says that a man who uh, 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 gets down on his knees before God would be able to stand before men. you would be able to stand before anybody. Kings, rulers, judges, judges prophesy against them. Like I've had to do this. Like I've had to face-to-face. I've had to deal with these spirits. I've had to deal with pastors and, and leaders who were, man, doing demonic stuff with the church and with the youth and the weird stuff, man, that I can only detail about. I've had to stand to these people face-to-face and, and mark them. You know what I'm saying? There's a time for that. I don't want to... Uh, Stood down to these to, to these levels. I have um some you know I have some people that's coming against me, and they're they're essentially weirdos. A lot of people don't know about it. Um, but like hard, I had to check myself day before yesterday because um part of me wanted to lash out, you know, yeah. on, whether it's on this platform or do videos marking them, exposing them. I used to do exposed yeah. videos mid 2000. I got pretty good at it. Um, I didn't part of me wanted to do that because I'm I'm being pushed by different people from these different sides and it wants to knock me off my course. And it's only because I'm having success in what I'm doing. If what I was doing wasn't, it was falling upon deaf ears. If it was a mockery, if nobody followed it, but this growth, it's been steady growth since I've been consistent and, 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 stayed on the vision, of course, that God has given me. It's been steady growth. People are jealous. People are envious. Um, But dealing with that backlash, it had me question: Should I go in on these people? Should I? Like, I've I've taken the high route. I've taken the spiritual route. Should I step down off this high horse and come at you and and make a mockery of you openly, which I can. You're a drug addict. You left your wife and kids. Mm-hmm. you all in, You have mug shots all over all, all over the internet of you looking crazy, tattoos all over your face, each one of these yeah. people there's so much dirt and I used to do this, part of me wanted to do it just to set the record straight and say look you want it, let's, let's get it but then I'm like, I really I had to question this, I had to go before God man, and I had to release these people and, um, and say so you know what, my audience or whoever's listening, whoever's supporting me the, the success that my show has or whatever, it's not because I took that route. It is because I took the high route. It is because I took the path of, of love and of light and of spirituality and of true spiritual freedom. That's why people are tuning in. So I felt like if I was to try to switch it up and try to even go that route that I would in turn be doing damnation upon myself. You know what I'm saying? To switch it up and to kind of get on that level. So um, I made sure that I didn't do that. Like, I could do it. I wanted to do it, but I had to go to God. Like, can I? I can, you know, can I do it? I said, don't do it. Keep doing what's working. Because, cause like, you can deal with those people, but there's just going to be more right behind them. Are you just going to keep fighting? Let's look at Benny Hinn. Let's look at Joel Osteen. I know they're not great examples, but they are examples of people that, you know, the bloggers will have a full-time job blogging about their heresies, you know, the heresy hunters, and I used to do it, and there's good reason to call some of these people out, I think, you know, but, um, but now we're
4: the heresies,
2: exactly, (laughs) no, I, bro, I felt the karma from that, like, I totally felt years ago, yeah, not recently, but, for a long time like i was exposing videos and saying they're false prophets and then
4: well you know johnny who produces us for the fringe reader network he's he always says like that makes you look small you know
2: yeah it does because you i mean it's you know so this is what the lord told me years ago um when i was doing that when he told me to stop finally cut it out (laughs) 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 but essentially just being real um if you want to expose false doctrine, if you want to expose false teachers, it's not to do a video, it's not to put their picture up all over the place and show you their doctrine that has holes in it. Uh, they're just manipulators, and this is how the spirit of manipulation is working. It's just to simply teach it right. You want to expose false doctrine and expose false leaders, teach it right. If they're, manipul- if they're manipulating people through the, through the tithes, They're teaching the tithe wrong, and they're making you give out of compulsion and out of sorrow and telling you God's going to punish you if you don't tithe. Like, that was a big contention with me. It's not to call these people out by name and expose them and stuff, but just simply teach it the right way. Teach the biblical, practical lessons on tithing the right way. And that by itself will undo all of the... uh, all of the false doctrine and all of the stuff that they're doing wrong. People who are looking for truth, they're going to find it. See, that's the thing we have to, we have to, this is why it takes us out of the equation because a lot of times in exposing these false teachers as what many of us want to do. People are thriving on it. It's, it's like, it's popular. I was in the realm when it wasn't popular. There was no vigilant Christian. There was only one dude big on YouTube doing it at the time. Um, so any video we did, they got a lot of views, you know, but, um, Let's keep doing that, bro. Let's I know,
4: keep right? kind of what's like the latest thing that only has like one guy on YouTube talking about it. Let's talk about that.
2: But then <laughs> everybody starts doing something. I run the other way anyway. You know what I'm saying? When everybody's, everybody's doing it.
4: Okay, know. we are going to have to be competition, man.
2: <laughs> We're both
4: <laughs> trying to be cutting edge. But <laughs>
2: I'll you come on my show. You have to be a trailblazer, essentially. and um, yeah. But like... It, it takes, a, it takes our, dog, our dog out of the fight because we want to expose the false teachers. We want to expose the false prophets. But the scriptures tell us that it's not all their fault. It says that the people have itching ears, and they go and find these, these teachers now themselves. They give Creflo Dollar money every week, every month, because he's telling them what they want to hear yeah he 's sucking and job and he 's manipulating, but he 's telling them what they want to hear. It says that they will find out teachers for themselves that 's why people have found True Seeker, They found Michael Basham because you 're speaking their language. they can relate to it there 's something of value here you 're being real that's and people are going to find their strokes for different folks and there 's a church for everybody. I used to go to a church that was a biker church. They catered to people with green mohawks and uh and piercings, and tattoos all over their face, and everybody looked the same. There's a church right down the street. It was all for the rich, higher class, upper white people. There was a church for all the, the you know what I'm saying, the, the black churches who were into the black gospel and that kind of stuff. There's a church and they're right across the street from each other. Some of them are right side by side. There's storefronts that connect two different churches. There's churches for everything, man, and people will find teachers. People will find the person who's Speaking their language, and they'll support it, man. There's a church if you want to speak in tongues out loud, if you want to shout in tongues and have the whole church to shout shout in tongues. If you want to fall out and roll on the floor, there's churches for that. If you want to be poised and just conservative, dress real good, come hear your message, and go home. There's a church for that. If you like to dance when you worship, there's a church that'll let you dance and wave flags. Trust, dude, I'm being legit. Like, there's a church Mm -hmm. for everything, so people will find the teachers, and they will find what, what they're looking for. And they'll naturally support it. So these these people are telling them something that they want to hear. So teach it right. Don't be known as a heresy hunter. Don't be known at, as someone who uh who you, you your ministry is a response to what someone else is doing. That's not original. Your right. ministry it's
4: like, what is God showing uh, you alone pushback today. Yeah, like, no what remember. did God show you in your dream last night? What did God talk to you this morning? Like That's why I really like people like Neville Johnson, Ian Clayton, because they're trailblazers and they say like, I was listening to the Lord and he told me, tell the people this, you know, like they're not like, I mean, I'm still young enough. I still kind of piggyback off of other people a lot. Like I listen to other people and I'm like, well, so-and-so says this,
3: but,
4: I I look at people like Alex Jones as an example for us in the media. This is kind of an alternative media movement. We're not trying to build churches. We don't have a, I mean, we could, you know, truth seeker, you could have worshipers in your studio, you know, praising God for an hour and then you give your message and then you have your guest and that would be fine. Maybe we'll, we'll do that someday, but yeah.
2: I do you plan know, on get, getting people. out some. Maybe not starting at one location, but I do, I do. Like when we do our Thursday night things and we meet, I meet with 15, 20 people, 10 people, whoever it is, um, it's beautiful. And I, I do want to do that. in the. Well, uh, what
0: if
4: we had that, though? Like what if there are people who have the gift of worship who maybe they there? don't want to talk endlessly like us, but they, they have some kind of a spirit of like, I just want to worship God. And they can sit down on their piano and praise God for like 20 minutes. What if you had a couple of those people and you had them on a the live stream like 20 minutes before your message? I thought about what it, yeah. we found that to be like a boost into what and we're...
2: A real online you know, church. It's set up like a church. Sure. Here's, here's your... This other person that comes on and reads the bulletin, the news. You know what I'm saying? Why not? It comes back into... <laughs> Maybe them.
3: some people
4: come in late. Like some people don't even tune in to the worship. They come in <laughs> for the message. Kind of like yeah. you do at church.
2: you like... Yeah.
3: I don't know. Well, they they I do it he, it on I that on Thursday night sometimes,
2: too. <laughs> Come in late. Adam, what's up, Adam? He's in the chat room. He came in like an hour late last night. Nah. <laughs> Adam, did
4: you even pray before he got here, or are you still smoking weed back there, boy?
2: You know. what about it. But no, it, <laughs> yeah. it's funny you say that because I, I have those Christian friends who are anointed worship leaders. They're psalmists. They can play the guitar. They can play the piano, and the Spirit of God comes in through their fingertips, strumming that instrument. With a contrite heart before God, something happens when they play. And then when they sing, a whole nother level, they won't step a mm-hmm. foot in, in a church again. They, won't, they do not, will not pick up a guitar again because of church hurt, because of dealing with Jezebel's church hurt. Yeah, they, they get them in and say, hey, look, you're a good yeah. worship leader. Let's let you play worship. And yeah. they, they don't care about your spiritual life. They don't care about how you're doing. You have a good gift. And you need to bring it to God, you know. And, uh, and I know people who would never do it. I got two guys that I know for a fact, man, two of the most anointed people. I've done, And I've done private sessions with these guys. I've done worship home meetings. And we've traveled together with both of these guys. And they will not touch a guitar again. They don't want nothing to do with church. Ouch. Some of them I even, didn't. like, still love Jesus. You know what I'm saying? They have a relationship yeah. with Jesus. They have a faith. But when it comes to ministry, they've been they've been turned off man and, and they've been made they've been mocked cuz it's never the church's fault it's never Jezebel's fault right they, and, and there was a there was a term that was used for uh, one of these uh friends of mine actually three of them really mm-hmm. but one term was used for this guy and they called it they say look what did they say um you are um a casualty of the ministry it happens. Whoa. Some people get Whoa. hurt. Some You're just a casualty, man. It happens, you know. Well, Call we want
4: to be the people that catch those guys, you know? Like, I think That's half what people to do, man. To are, and I was born into, by the way, a family. Like, my grandfather's a famous preacher, but you should have seen what happened when their church melted down, and that was my family. My dad, the son of Don Basham, mm-hmm. dealing with the fallout of a guy that used to make sermons about Jezebel, Jezebel in high places. Go look it up. I call it now Jezebel in low places because every time I step in a pile of dog crap on the wall, uh, in the, on the street, I'm like, Oh, Jezebel, mm-hmm. little refuse of Jezebel. But still like back in my day, that was um, what was going on
2: back when I was a boy.
4: But it's, it's not easy when you go through those, those systems, those um, institutions, People get burned and we got to realize we're not here trying to sell books. Well, okay, I am. I don't know about you, but whatever. We're not here trying to make ourselves famous. It's about the war. It's about the ministry. It's about the kingdom of God invading this planet. And um, there are casualties of war everywhere. And we might be, you know, we might be meeting people who are really burned by church and they might be coming to us because they're like, wow, look what these guys are talking about. They don't really care about the church system. We can find community here. I'm thinking about starting like a dating app. Like, there's all these singles too. They're like looking for community. (laughs) A lot of them are single, man. Like, what do you say? Like, let's 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 have a dating app. You know, where you know you get to meet other people who like this kind of stuff. And we can't be responsible for what happens.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some of my fans hook up before, dude, and like going. relationships it was cool yeah no
3: way was, awesome
2: they, they meet each other through being a true seeker fan they love my music and uh yeah and then they start dating and yeah it's really cool did you marry them
4: man did no you marry
2: I, them? Okay. I don't think they're I mean, together anymore that. but uh it was a it was a long relationship it was, it was cute
4: all the people that i talk to who meet each other it's like a disaster dude <laughs> they're all like these rough people sometimes they're like yeah um maybe it's not a good idea if you go and stay at somebody's house just because you met them on this youtube channel <laughs> you're both listeners no like please, we're talking about some of the weirdest stuff out there dude
2: like hey i'm telling you about a, a, a guy tattoos all over of, all of his face sending me death threats and wanting to kill me and saying he's gonna do <laughs> like honor his ancestors hey, by killing me
4: i'm like, gonna come after that guy all right i got tons of mafia friends in asia land we're sending them to you okay where's his address <laughs> Send it off air so you don't get a
2: legal yeah. battle. Send the uh what they call it the triads.
4: <laughs> you want all these Asian people? Look, I Y'all know people with co- the bloods and the crews
2: and the boat, but what do I know about the triads?
4: They don't know nothing about ninja stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> you Send got all this, You got some samurai coming after you, buddy boy. Send the ninja Nobody's the truth pal. You no, like, need to watch out for each other. You got some problems. You just let me know, man. You,
2: no, I have no problems. Problem, you know what I'm saying? My, my, I really don't. It's, it, my problem is that I give, I'm, I give it my attention. You know what I'm saying? That's my yeah, problem, and I respond to it. Maybe, maybe, I should, maybe I've even given too much information on this show. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, I've even, maybe I shouldn't have given any. In, in, you know, Maybe, I, but I like, the
4: timing was too good. Dude, I like to talk about it
2: because I'm getting people ready, too. Like, part of this, like, if you're not learning from my experience, you're not learning from your father's experience, your mother, everybody around you. You have to, you have to be a student, man. God uses everything. So I, I'm open with this stuff so that when you get, when somebody blogs about you, Adam knows we talked about this last night in the school. They're going to blog about you. They're going to send nasty emails. They're going to spread. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to mock you. Trucee, you can follow. He's in a UFO cult. Tru says a UFO call, he talks about aliens. He's always interviewing these people with aliens, whatever. Like
4: and Michael Basham is his biggest follower and supporter.
2: It's gonna That's come. It thumbs comes,
4: up, right? dude.
2: Right? If you're not making any moves, and what they they say, even in the charges, they tell you, they "Say look, the devil is attack uh, is attacking you because you have a, a call on your life. Like you're doing something right. If you if you were, if you weren't doing anything." right they wouldn't mess with you but you're a threat to That's right. the enemy system and when we talk about the enemy whether you're talking about satan or just whoever's your opposition but the law the universal law is positive and negative and opposites attract so if there's a positive force force there's going to be a negative force that wants to come against you as well it's, it's used for, for for good reasons to sharpen you to build character and to mold you but it's coming whoever you are is people who want to do podcasts we have people in our community who are writing books Trust me, yeah. negative reviews come. I put out a no, book. A I got promotion. a negative review. If you do put out a review, if you got any negative reviews on your,
4: on your book, dude, you it's rocket fuel, man. You got to have, have negative. You need to have at least like 5 or 10 people yeah. writing at least negative reviews. I I don't really know if I can trust you unless you have a website don't uh, a, a website like devoted to ripping you apart. Yeah. Once I type in truth Seeker and I see Truth Seeker expose Illuminati, then yeah. I know you're real. like, yeah. I only follow people who are being attacked by stupid Jezebel, religious, small minded, petty, doing nothing with their life, loser, going nowhere people. And I'm sorry, but anybody that follows that sort of line of thinking, I don't I'm not saying you have to follow Truth Seeker to have the truth because he's a seeker you know, he's going to lead you to the truth that he finds. He is just like you. He is an an honest person who is also doing his best to reach out to people and and help them to get healing and lead them to the truth that he finds. He's not a cult. When you attack this guy, you're literally attacking your destiny. Like you need to be a truth seeker. You need to be listening to this guy and promoting him and getting on the ball and, (laughs) Look, okay. if you do that, you will be promoted. Like by promoting you, dude, I get more listeners. Honestly, if people listen to me and they're like, "Who the heck is this weird nerd, dude, dork?" But maybe we'll go to his random channel and see what he's talking about. Find something you like. Yeah, oh, I it mean,
3: that's, me, why, that's why I promote yeah. Jordan Maxwell. Like, the Jordan Maxwell interview's got like sixty thousand views oh, on
2: dude. this upload. Awesome. That's that's, that's great probably. Job,
3: man. That's probably 59,000
2: people who don't know who Truth Seeker is.
4: And uh, they're also probably just as lost as Jordan Maxwell is.
2: I don't know if I told you. You're right, though. I don't know if I told you. I talk about this because I, I love it. This is why I do it. I had a comment of a guy who was watching a Jordan Maxwell interview. Okay. Jordan Maxwell's off the air. He's, he's at the end of the interview. I'm giving my commentary. And then I pray. I say a prayer for Jordan Maxwell, and I pray for the people listening. Whoa. And the Holy Spirit touches this person, random person, watching a Jordan Maxwell alien video. Jordan Maxwell talking about aliens and about the cult and blah, 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 blah. And at the end, the true seek of praise, God encounters this person watching a Jordan Maxwell alien video. My job is done. My job is done. I was obedient. I prayed that God would invade their life, that God would touch them, speak to them, whoever they are, whatever they're looking for. God shows them that you are enough. They're like, what the, what's going on? Instead, they started to get chills and tingles all over their whole body. They started weeping, started crying. I love this. This is why I do what I do. Those people don't see all those messages. They don't see that inbox. Like, that's, that's the result I'm looking for. You yeah. have an encounter with the living God. And then we have, we're consistent. We have a community. We have people like-minded. I can't handle all, all, all these people. We have Michael Basham. I trust Michael and We have a lot of other people who, who are coming up under us and uh, who can, who can help uh, Adam Starseed, Adam. He's talking about wanting to do this daily of having stuff daily like to, uh, to reach out to people and to help people. And we I mean think betw- betw- sure. between a few of these people that, that we promote, we can put out enough content and, and be involved. I can only entertain so many messages a day. You know what I'm saying? Like I try yeah. to reach back out to all of everybody who messages me and where they are. You know what I'm saying? Just even just me to do. say thank you if it's just that. Oh, I'm
4: thankful for all the messages I get. I can't keep up with them all either.
2: Yeah. I know. And people get offended. People get mad, but it's just, there's only so many hours in a day, too. But um,
4: stay on but, the wall, dude. Stay on the wall. Like, I mean, that's, I just got the feels. You telling me that story about Jordan, that just brings yeah, everything
2: back. Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not for everybody. And there is wrong, like you do, there are. Um Legit concerns right my and and I know the concerns. my only concern is that you would begin to follow Carry cassidy's work and get confused and get pulled in. Yes. This platform was was built on going into Carry cassidy's fan base
3: yeah, pulling people out oh, that's right
4: amen that that okay. is nobody gets that, but you dude it's not about. The person,
3: get it. I the listeners.
2: There's a, a lot of yeah. people who, who definitely get it. That's why they're here. They know it. You get like, it. Okay. They, they know they're the agenda. And they're it. cool. Like, they, yeah. they, like you, you know the agenda. You, you love it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I forget. You know, awesome. I
4: need to hear it again. You know, you're reminding me, yeah. too. I get all the haters. I lie in bed at night and think about all the haters, too. Yeah. And those, why is it that you, you remember one hater among 20 like no. telling you how great you are?
3: I know, and like, they
4: like, I love what you do. And then like, please, $20, you know, I love you, bro. Let me cover your rent this month. Like I had somebody cover my rent last month. Yeah. Literally somebody, it's do. some random YouTube video. I'm like, Thank I don't you. Know reaching, and, bro. you don't
3: know who you're reaching. You don't know who you're reaching. It's the
4: Holy Spirit. You know, we just got to keep on the wall and it's, it's really yeah. living my faith. But, those haters, man, they're going to hate and we got to put them in their place. You know, I'm glad we're doing this show because it's the Jezebels. It's the, the religious spirit that's afraid because what we're doing, man, it's not just about it is about winning souls, but it's about yeah. winning souls in the next level. What if we learn how to astral project and we go into that ghost world, purgatory or whatever it is, and we win souls? I could really use some people who know how to do that here in Asian world. I'm surrounded by ghosts. Sometimes I wake up, there's one by my bed. I feel no fear, but I'm telling you that that thing, it's real. Like they exist, and I'm a missionary. I came out here to win souls. It turns out you can win a lot more souls when they died. But I need help here. I can't handle all these guys on my own. I've tried to send them all to like, you know, angel bases, and I've come up with every idea I have in the spirit. And I'm like, I'm I'm through. I, I need help. I need. Reinforcements. So if anybody out there figures out how to astral project into the spirit or even just pray for ghosts, Michael Basham needs your help. And this is something new. This is something we're just sort of barely <laughs> – I wrote a novel about it because I know I'm going to get kicked out of every Christian circle if I talk about it. So my novel is basically about the concept of reaching out to lost spirits. Would that be
2: something like uh, you know, the Catholics believe? And there's some stuff in the Apocrypha. A buddy of mine yeah. was studying the, the Apocrypha. We may have talked about this, I don't know. And uh, we all were studying. We were a part of a group who studied the Apocrypha and the Enoch and all of the, the, the books that came out of that. And um, he went to like a Southern Baptist um, uh, church, tent revival, and he preached and he came out of like he was reading from like the book of Se- Second Andrews or something, and it was talking about you have seven days to pray for someone who was bad off and and wasn't sure if they would be stuck in between th- these realms. You have seven days to pray them into the kingdom and to help them get through on their journey. And he was like teaching on that, and I asked people wow. to pray for him and stuff, and he got rebuked. They like they cut his mic off. They, they shut him down, buddy and uh but it's very similar to i've been to a catholic funeral and they say hey we're going to which those books are in the catholic bible so i guess that makes sense at at a catholic funeral they say we want to pray for him to have a safe travel and make sure he makes it to the king you know and they kind of believed in a very similar thing of this travel to the, the kingdom of heaven very interesting well,
4: it's, it's a lot of speculation, but it's also, sure. I mean, the Catholic Church, they've uh, touched upon this. I'm not here teaching on this. I'm telling you my experience, and I am seeking for uh, intel on what to do about this. I just want to be doing the best job that I can. I know that the Jesuits, hundreds of years ago, they almost won China because they were willing to uh, preach to the dead in Asia, and it's just it's a different world out here man i mean you come out to asia as a missionary it's not america it's
3: not america america uh,
2: i want to um address something to uh, uh somebody in the chat uh ruak kodes says what's up truth seeker you still in rlm i guess they're talking about brandon bartrop's group red letter ministry no he kicked me out of that group um because wait, I you dad. got
4: kicked out of red letter ministry
2: I'm too extreme for Red Letter Ministry.
4: Dude, I kicked myself out of that group because he, okay, I don't want to sit here and talk bad about people, but my girlfriend was trying to raise money and, and then he came I out. kicked out and I was like, look, you kick out Jennifer Christine. I'm out of here, punkers. Although I love a lot of their audience. I love, you know what? I love
2: Brandon. He turned his audience against me, man. They came at me pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> really? They're part of the problem, bro. Yeah, they were coming at me.
3: Yeah. dude you've got
4: red letter ministry coming after you All right you got you just got somebody <laughs> with me that i can get that's what to, i'm talking about like the we're for the, you I'm man like, we're standing I, for you
2: dude i want to stick with the fringe people i want to stick with the christians who are out there on the fringes and we have something yeah. in common but when the friends are fighting each other and hey he's he's more demonic than i am he's more new age than me stay away like that's the whole thing we're talking
4: What's about. Like, is, wait, did you have sorry if, if this is if this is breaking any rules? Did Brandon come after you? Like, yeah.
3: Publicly?
2: Yeah.
1: Dude. Dude, yeah. cool. All
2: right. I interviewed him twice and I've tried to build on beautiful What? Brands,
3: you, know? you interviewed him twice?
2: Curse <laughs> <laughs> me out. And, hey, um,
4: you're like the first of no. You're like like the No, no, he's
2: done it to a lot of people. Yeah. He's done it that's to a lot things. Yeah, And it, it's a cult. 30, like
4: he's starting yeah. a cult, whatever. That's his thing. He's starting yeah. a cult. If you're in that cult, that's your deal. It's fine. Bless you. God bless you, Brandon. God bless you, followers of Brandon. Um, Johnny was also in a, in a fist fight with Brandon online,
3: mm.
2: and I've defended him. You know, I, I was didn't do nothing with him, though. I, I mean, know. I didn't do nothing to him. Like I, I, What I did to him is that I would post in there my interviews, and, uh, and some of them would be about aliens. But if you listen to it, We get, you know, I work the Bible into it. It's a form of, you know. You know what?
4: Let's pray for the guy. I I think there's a little bit of insecurity right now because of other things. I don't think it's necessarily you. I don't think that people at a
3: time uh,
4: really listen to you, even most of them. I think that situation would be. I think I'd
2: win them over most of the time.
4: Right. And if they were smart, they would promote you and they would also get a promotion. They would find out that. Um, truth seeker and brandon barthrob are friends and you guys would cross pollinate and it would just be awesome you know that that was the beauty to me watching alex jones infowars grow over the last 12 years yeah was like a crazy guy with a microphone and a laptop go from that to basically calling the president and helping to instruct (laughs) the way that the world works (laughs)
2: Like, legitly. It's, it's working. Okay. My platform, my audience yeah. is growing. Um, I'm learning. I'm not perfect. I never claimed to be. I'm, I'm not without reproach. I'm not unreachable. That's what gets you is, like, when the people mm-hmm. just come, they talk about you and not to you. Like, all these people who have, came, like, come against me with different weird stuff, like, they could have came straight to me. I answered yeah. the majority of my questions on Facebook. Like people hit me up. I think that dude hit me up today hey, bro, what do you believe? I don't know if this dude legitimately wants to know because he's curious or he's looking for me to slip up so he can screenshot it. Like these guys, they're like screenshotting my private conversations and posting my screenshots and stuff in Brandon's group and stuff.
4: But have yeah. you been in court and seen transcripts of your shows in court yet translated to Chinese?
2: I'm not going to say I will. I'm not prophesying that over myself. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, but but you know been- what? I'll <laughs>
4: tell you, it's flattering.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, the more you know what
4: you do, get. it's I, rocket I fuel, bro. It's, bro. it's rocket fuel, man.
2: Did you take the path of Alex Jones though? Because I've considered it when I was working a full time job. Did you take Alex Jones? Because he went very similar, you know, going to court over and with his transcripts and uh, for custody of his children. They had him in court. I had and they to said no they asked that. him about it. You didn't know yeah. about that. Oh, I'm so this yeah, this was a. And so you're supposed to say what Alex Jones said. Yeah. Michael. Basham, that's a character. Michael Basham is just a character. This, and that's what Alex oh, Jones yeah. said. That he plays a character on his podcast or his show, you know, and uh, he rants and he's a fanatic and, you know, he yeah. says stuff to get people. And he says, that's a character. Cause they were using that for him saying he's, you know, that's really him. And they were going to take his kids away, bro. So he had to, think of something. I thought, when I was working a full-time job, and I thought that, like, I was ready to say that. Who's this true talking about eating mushrooms and, you know, and and praising Jesus and talking aliens? true you talking aliens? Are you really, you know, summoning aliens and UFOs coming down over your house? Are you just really happening? No, it never happened. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your life is on the line or... Well, what would
4: we say, man? I mean, I haven't actually seen aliens except when I, you know, like, okay, I interviewed, um, he was on Sid Roth. Pray, medic interviewed him twice thanks to susan melanie storm um he says okay get quiet sit still close your eyes get to the verge of sleep see what god shows you so i tried it and i started to see aliens mm-hmm. in underground military bases and i, w- I was sharing the story earlier i don't think that means you should lose your kids honestly i think that more means like you're sitting in meditation quietly praying and In your imagination is running wild on you. <laughs> it could have been. You could say As it at once. At very minimum, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the kind of person that says what you imagine could be something real. So pay a lot more close attention to what you think you're imagining because we are all gateways into the spirit world. There's nothing that you can imagine that probably doesn't exist somewhere.
2: Exactly. So That's the... I'll stand by that. Like the, the universe is so big and the universe works or God works, whatever you want to call it, works in a, in a way that whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it. Like I, I yeah. 1 million percent believe in that. If you want to see fairies, million percent. if you want to go out in your backyard, learn to meditate to, yeah. see, to see fairies, I believe you can do it. If you want to fast and pray and summon yeah. UFOs in your backyard, I believe you can do it. I've done it. I've, done, I've seen... I've You've seen into oh, UFOs. Yes. That, that's why I talk about this stuff the, the way I do. Like, I've seen them. It's not a theory. I'm not going to give my life for a theory. Like, I've done this. This is legit. Like, I've seen fairies. I've seen demons. They've physically manifested. They've been in the imagination and, and torment you, yeah. But they've crossed over. Like, I've physically seen these things manifest. And I, I And it's because I was looking for it. If I wasn't looking for it, I don't think... I don't think that it would, it would ever happen. But if you, if you give your life to that, you start looking for it, the way the universe is set up your mind, you begin to create it. And, and I don't know if you create it and you pull it into this realm and it shows up just to you. I've been, when I talk about demons crossing over, like I wasn't the only one, like there wasn't someone else there with me who's seen this demon that a witch summoned on us that physically manifested and ran at us and attacked us. Like it yeah. wasn't just me. I believe, I believe you can go into the back. People do this. And, and there's, a lot of his, there's a lot of holy books that talk about this. There's a lot of the demons, or the daemons, put it that way, of the, the times of Plato and talking about everybody has these familiar spirits that are there and communing with them and these entities that are watching over you and you can communicate with them. You learn how to see this stuff. And we're talking about, if you, like you said, if you can imagine it, it's probably there. Like there's some weird stuff going on for us to just think that it's just what we can see with our five senses. There's a sixth sense, man. This ghost realm, this spirit realm, it's a lot deeper than any of us can imagine. And so for any of us, even me, to think that I have it all figured out and I've seen so much and I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> so in UFOs. I've seen fairies. Uh, I've been in blissful states of encounter with a body leaving your body. I've seen all types of stuff. I got yeah. scriptures to back up the majority of it, um, and I still we're just touching the tip of the iceberg. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's beautiful though. I'm, I love it. Like my whole childhood, I wanted this this fantasy realm to be real, but I was told that it wasn't. Wow. It's only in books. It's only in the X Men and these fantasies and stories. But then it comes back these stories are written off of ancient holy books, like the scripts that they're using in these movies. And then they are Tolkien and they're taking this stuff from the Bhagavad Gita and from the Bible and from esoteric writings that were taken out of the Bible. Like none of this stuff is new. There's nothing new under the sun. The stuff was mentioned, man. We look back at, like this stuff was real to those people. Like those people really believed. like it's in their cave art and paintings. They believed in aliens. They had, they, you know, monsters and things coming out, out of your dreams and into the waking state, like all kinds of crazy ideas that really exist yeah. and you create it, you create what you want, you entertain it and your mind is that powerful that you have to be careful the stuff you're entertaining and you have to meticulously yes. plan it. You know what I'm saying? What you're entertaining. Um, Cause it's real. Like, I think, I think it's Amen. all real. Everything. Amen.
4: Yeah, I mean that's the thing about like even watching porn or yep. um, the wrong kind of movies or talking gossip about people. I mean, I repent if even if I said anything wrong in this show. Like the things that we entertain, what you say, what you think, you become. So it's not about wasting time. It's about the fact that you played that video game all day. Well, you're probably going to start manifesting things in oh your God. spirit from that game and. Yeah. Or you watch just, porn, yeah, you're probably going to start, you know, realizing you have a soul tie 100%. to that 100%. porn star. Years ago. You have a million porn star soul ties with other guys that you don't want to have. It so, happened
2: with porn for me years ago when I was addicted to porn. I would look at porn all day. This was years ago. Praise God. <clears throat> Go out into public and then you start undressing women with your eyes, your imagination. Even if you're trying not to. Like I'm praying because I'm a Christian struggling with porn at this at this point, you know, and I'm I'm trying not to do it, but you're you've given legal ground for your mind to entertain these things. You have to be washed clean. You got to repent. You got to change your thinking. You got to entertain. You got to starve it out. Like there's different things to do to train the mind. But I remember years ago that happening. And you're talking about video games. I remember staying in the, um, playing video games all day, like the game Driver or a game where you're driving cars and racing and drifting in and out of traffic all day and then i get in a car i'm not talking about playing it for an hour or two i'm talking about like i used to be like super addicted i still enjoy video games look at my room i got game posters everywhere but like i'm (laughs) talking about eight nine hours playing a video game where you're driving a car like a race car driver and then you get behind the driver's seat that's Mm. weird like that that's weird. When you just been in in your mind, you have to drift, drift behind people, you have to get behind them really close and get speed and like start driving a car and that yeah, it, it it does it definitely plays a role. So if we're looking at that, that's bad things. That those are bad things. What about the good things? What about the spirit world? What about we're listening right. to eight hours of a podcast that tells you how to see fairies? And yeah, then if you, you want to see fairies, life, that's probably you're the like, podcast you going to listen to. I'm seeing fairies everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like and watch the out, they all good. The
4: yeah.
2: Illuminati. How many of us, yeah. most of us, have started out in, like Alex Jones and then got into Jordan Maxwell and they're telling you how to see Illuminati symbolism and how to yeah. read the the signs and then you go out in public and you're like, what the crap? They're everywhere, bro. Like mm-hmm. all, everything's got an all C&I in it. Everything is, is Illuminati Masonic based. Bro, they're everywhere. Like Your perception changes because you entertain that stuff for this prolonged uh, period of time. Illuminati, aliens. Like I seen aliens and UFOs because I wanted to. Like I had to make myself stare. I had to, I seen them at night. I seen them during the day. I wanted to know that it was real. Now, like I still talk about it. I don't actively really pursue it no more. Like it's just something that like I wanted to know how the universe works and how it exists and what goes on. And that was part of it at the time. And it changed my life 100%. So a lot of my stuff is still just talk. I don't stargaze like I used to. I, I need to. I loved it. You know, I need to do it. It's a beautiful to see that and have encounters. Um, but a lot of my time now just is talking about just kind of explaining that stuff or trying to make sense of it as well. So but so for me to act like I have it all figured out or any teacher, any pastor, any Carrie Cassidy, who says, as a matter of fact, the Bible's false. Really? You know that? That's a big statement. Or for any Christian to say, as a matter of fact, Moses was a real man. You were there? Were you with him? Really? You know, for a matter of fact? I know you have faith, and you believe the story, and there's signs that may prove it, and there's things that disprove it. But for anybody to say it as as a matter of fact, for some of these things, I don't think we can. You know? There's so much of this stuff. There's just so much there and uh it, it leaves a person like me, many people end up where I am in this place where you know you become all things to all men, so that you can reach some um you you're not offended if somebody says if somebody doesn't believe you or agree with you, you know what I'm saying it happens it comes to the territory, but you don't get as as hurt over it you don't you're not looking for um value you're not looking for your um uh, other men to to validate you, to make right. your experiences true. Yeah, you know, I've never seen a UFO. I don't think they're real. Okay. You never spent seven hours under the stars, three nights in a row gazing up either. Have you? Like, have you? Mm. Have you done that? Yes, I have. Bro. I used to camp. Well, you were doing other stuff. I'm talking about intently gazing and meditating and praying and praying in tongues and praying in Hebrew and. Yeah. Asking mm-hmm. God to show you, like, have you done that? I have. I've seen them. They're totally one thousand percent. It's less than a million, but it's a thousand percent.
4: <laughs> I like a million percent. <laughs> they say one million
2: percent. That's how many? <laughs> a million? <Right. laughs> That's how I know for it, sh- without the shadow of a doubt, man.
4: You know what's interesting to me is to look like. Um, okay, what's the biggest UFO channel on YouTube right now? It's uh, Secure Team Ten.
2: Right. That's a fake one that's really big, too. Um, And the I did fake a fake one song for <laughs> I hate that one. It's always got like some stupid fake UFO. But I like third, Security because they've got a really. I did a theme song for them
4: Third Face of Moon. Oh, you did? You did the
3: theme song for them?
2: Yeah. Because he oh, man, shared it.
3: He shared it with his followers. I'm laughing
2: about UFOs. And, you know Dude, what I'm saying? Why that not? Song dope. Oh,
4: man. That was your song. Oh, my gosh.
2: Dude. That's great. Yeah, years Well, ago,
4: that's good. We should, you know, promote their fake UFO <laughs> channel, I guess. But Third Piece of Moon interviewed uh, Stephen Greer. I don't know if you've tried to Greer's contact. Big...
2: Him oh yeah, he's he's kind of untouchable at this point, though.
4: Oh no, sorry. It was the bigger channel. It was uh, Secure Team, Secure Team Ten, and it was interesting to see that because I look at the UFO community. and I look like okay, who do we got? Okay, we got this one guy with his YouTube channel, who puts all these great UFO videos out there, and they get on Drudge, they get everywhere on the news, Mm. they're all all over the world. Um, And he goes and he interviews Stephen Greer, and that's to him, that's like the holy grail of like all the UFO people, like Disclosure Project, you know, Stephen Greer, (laughs) Gary Cassidy's interviewed him a number of times. Yeah, but what does this guy do? He's freaking just talking about channeling the greys and how great the greys are and he's he's totally rockefeller funded admittedly by his own mouth Lockie, and like, Martin, my uncle was a <laughs> he oh wow i didn't know about that but that's like yeah. i mean what do we got here okay so all right he's obviously not on the dark side but he's obviously not the guru to go to to understand everything he's obviously very very narcissistic he loves the attention. He loves the feeling of like, I've, yeah, you know I'm all. working out like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you can listen to he me. He looks
2: like a reptilian, though. I will say that. As far as like, <laughs> if, if he's a controlled opposition, he looks like an alien. He really that does. Smile, dude. That Cheshire cat smile, dude. Yeah, he really <laughs> looks like an alien. 100%. And it, it, it,
4: this, this is what I'm saying. I want to empower the listeners. Anybody listening, you guys should be tapping into this stuff. You guys are the ones that the fallen angels are going to be afraid of because Ashtar command, etc. they're all new age, whatever alien beings, but they're the old Testament gods that God told the Israelites to never deal with, but they're here today and they're, they're moving through all these different new age circles and they're afraid of any of you who have faith, who pray. And who access the spirit, who realize who you are in the spirit, how powerful you are when you go to the throne of God and you find out who you are. And then you start to dictate and you start to legislate, not just, oh, dear God, if you have time, oh please, but just be like, I command the spirit of Baal to lay his hands off of my family and the spirit of Jezebel to just be ripped apart by dogs in my uncle and aunt's house or whatever. You start to take charge And watch these stars fall. Watch a lot of these stars because a lot of them are out, of course. Book of Enoch, the stars that were naughty, you know, the stars that were disobedient. We're basically engaging in Star Wars here. Don't be surprised if UFOs appear around your town and they might be battling. Because it's Star Wars. It's not like channeling the Pleiadians. Oh, I love the reptilians to influence my thought patterns of light.
3: You know,
4: <laughs> God bless Truth Seeker for interviewing those kind of people. But I'm talking about Star Wars here. I'm talking about lightsaber battles between Moloch and you. You know, without that lightsaber and start going to battle if you have the, you know, if God allows it. They're afraid of you. You guys are the Jedi. You guys are the ones that are going to ruin their their plans for humanity. And this is what I'm doing in in my spare time. I'm just sitting down on my chair. I'm not like astral projecting yet. I almost did once, and God was like, "All right, you're you're not ready for this yet." And I, I was like, "No, no, no, I'm ready, I'm ready." And He was like, "No, no, no, you're you're too chicken." And I was like, "No, I'm ready." I was chicken. I, I felt the the abyss of the spirit world around yeah, me.
2: Yeah, I've been there. God,
4: it's real. I don't know if I'm ready to do this. <laughs> this yeah, freaky, there's dude. there's a
2: there's an exercise that I do um, that is like the easiest to do it. Um, it's okay. pretty much the seats of light meditation. You just get into a um, relaxed state of meditation. You can probably put some music on. I should record myself leading this uh, this uh, meditation, man, because I've got some that it. I'm working on. And I've done I'll, it. Before.
4: I'll ask project with you,
2: dude. Um, I'll go with you, man. One of the easiest ways, man, is to do the, the the what we call the seats of light meditation, which is like the um, or the, the wheels of light, or just to sit down and see your chakras lighting up and spinning. Start at your root chakra, move on up, and just see each one lighting up and spinning, and it's still rotating, and go all the way up until you bring your awareness from the root chakra all the way up your spine. To your third eye and then to your crown chakra at to the top of your head and see them all mm-hmm. lit up and that relaxed euphoric state that you get into once you get to the crown chakra and then you take that same awareness that's moving up and then you move the awareness out you can feel like your spirit lifting out of your body it's scary a lot of times if you feel it, and it sucks you back in, you wake up like oh my god like you're saying that the abyss like it's scary Like you don't know if you should do it or you want to do it. I stand
4: at the edge of the ocean and I haven't jumped in yet. I'll just be honest, but I have had visions and um, I feel like even if you just get visions, that's enough for most people. I mean, you don't need to be standing outside your body with the silver cord, which I don't know if the silver cord is even really a good idea
2: to to mess with or not. But anyway, I told you about the, the billboard I've seen with the silver cord. no, no, um, I was driving through um, this little town where I'm from. I used to live in a town called Atmore, Alabama, and um, driving through there, and there's a big billboard on side of the highway, huge, really nice billboard, and it's a bed with a person laying in it, them astral traveling with the silver cord to their spirit man, and and it's the scripture in the Bible that <laughs> t- talks about the silver cord. And it, oh, I don't. Wow. Think, and there's a scripture there, and it says, "Though the silver cord be loosed, you shall not." Blah 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 blah. I don't think that that scripture is talking about astral travel. I wish it was. You want it to be, but it mentions the silver cord in the Bible, and this person had used it. A lot of New Ages try to say, "Like I'm going to make connections, but if it's not there, I'm not going to force it." I, and I think you're forcing it to say that that's what that's talking about in the mm-hmm. scripture. I think it's in Job. Do yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Have you read it? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. There was no logo, there was no website, there was no nothing on it. That's what intrigued me the most. For it being a, a billboard that had that was very interesting, out of mm. the blue, different, we're in the Bible Belt, but there was no website, there was no ad, there was no brought to you by, it was just the image and the scripture, and that was it. Nobody right. wants you to check out their website, nobody wants you to vote for them, it was really interesting.
4: Well, if people are interested in learning about that more, they can listen to Ian Clayton and um, Dr. O talks a lot about that and Mike o, yeah. Um But they talk about it like, OK, because the Christians freak out when they're like, OK, it's witchcraft. No, it's witchcraft. If you're using it to try to control people or to formulate um, your own will over yeah. someone else, it's yeah. a Christian can have anything he wants. This is what they told my grandfather. It's like, could a Christian have a demon? Somebody's like, oh, a Christian can have whatever he wants. You want a demon? Sure, you can have a demon.
2: Mm-hmm. You have no limits. As you a want Christian. a gods like, do you want me? Or do you want Saul? Yes. You want Saul? Okay. You can have do salt. you want
4: to float around your house and look at what somebody's doing in the other room? Or do you want to come to the throne room of God and meet your angels and find out what my destiny is for you? He wants to show you everything. And he wants you to rule with him. And he wants you to start legislating righteousness over the earth and bringing judgment. Honestly, I mean, love or hate Trump. I believe that's how Trump got in was enough people started to see. And they were like, this is so wicked. We need to start changing this. And then they were just like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Let's destroy the mainstream media. Let's yeah. destroy the left, right paradigm. Let's put in someone who can just start legislating righteousness because, Justice and righteousness are the the foundation of the throne of God. Mm -hmm. God is coming back and we need to start doing this. We need you guys, listeners to start spirit traveling, start going into the spirit and finding out how limitless you are in his realm and what he can do with you. And it doesn't have to be hocus pocus, you know, like I hate my boss. I'm going to make sure that his water is (laughs) broken. It's like, go into the spirit and, and do stuff. You know, mm-hmm. God needs you, you know, yep. go there. You might be the only guy to travel like Isaiah. It's like, I was in the spirit in the Lord's day. Boom. God was like, whom shall we send? I was like, hmm, send me Lord. Boom. The whole book of Isaiah was written. It's like that. It's like, we don't yeah. have enough people doing it. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Um, I want to anyway. say thank you to, uh, to yeah. Jared. I was going to ask you, Jared, just now, but I just checked to, uh, to either mute that person, uh, the dash, dash person, that's their name, it's two dashes, mute that person who's being disruptive in the chat. But you already did it, so thank you, mute that person. And uh, I made Adam a a moderator too, just in case. Some people like to troll. And then sometimes bots get in here. Like when we did the Flat Earth episode, yeah, like somebody targeted my channel and I had all these comments. like, Like, it was like 70 comments, all by different users. I'm pretty oh sure it was God. a bot unless somebody targeted like, Hey, let's target these people who go a lot. There's, there's those people out there do as well. It happened. There's a big, um, YouTube, I forgot his name, but it's like a gamer guy. He went in on a buddy of mine. He, they all jumped in his chat making noises and which he had like the open, like they had the link to get in. And, uh, and they, it was on their channel that has millions of subscribers. They targeted my friend. He had no idea. Until after, I think it was Keemstar. The dude's name is Keemstar. He's one of the, like the top, probably five YouTubers, you know. Um, and they targeted him. So sometimes you get targeted with bots, or just they'll send everybody in there to crash your stream or to get in or whatever. Dude, we need moderators for that. So thank y'all for doing that. Thank
4: you. And Adam Starcy Bay, man. I'm just checking the chat real quick to see who's in there. Cool. Yeah, I'd love to have him as a as a guest sometime too. I'm getting on my feet again with with uh, doing guests I mean doing guests getting guests on the show
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jeez. yeah cool well I don't know how much time you got here to to do this I'm just very honored that you would contact me frankly well,
2: I like hanging out with Michael Basham. Like. it's been a while man we have to make this happen every now and then you know
4: well the way I kind of roll is just like between court, court and you, everything yeah I'd love to have you
2: you know what well that's good that you do have custody right now right on the,
4: yeah. Half. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very hard to get full custody. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the mom. Yeah. They're, they're all, they're part of this cult. They're all like lying, cheating. It's amazing to go into court and see people just lie to the judge. At least like,
2: you're trying, Michael. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that at least you're trying. I have a special place in my heart for uh deadbeat dads, man. And so at least you're trying, trying, bro. I have a I'm, lot of, a lot of my friends job, who've given have up a lot of kids right now. There's a special place in my heart for that. So, dude, that's awesome, man, that you're fighting for that, to make that happen. I've um, got friends who, yeah. they, it's like, they just give up. I don't care, bro. She ain't going to let me see her. Like, go to court, bro. Yeah. You got rights. I don't have the money. You don't have the money to be a father for your... Dude, do it. Well... You couldn't stop me from doing that, you know? And have, there's so many people who they give up, but then, on the other hand, there is those other dads who are active and wanting to be in their kid's life, and the moms won't let them. And they don't have the money or whatever. It's like, bro, you gotta, you gotta do that, man. You have to try whatever you gotta do. They they use the kid as leverage to get get at you. Like the mm-hmm. kid is like the reward of who wins the battle, you know. And you can't. I oh, I'm not oh i am not to you see your thick. kid because I don't like what you teach, you know. Like like legit. And I would never do that. I mean,
4: I would want my daughter to live with me all the time, and and I wouldn't even, I would not even ask money. I would just be like, look. Whatever, you know, Solomon, you know, he's like, who's the greater parent? Yeah. And tries to cut the kid in half.
2: That's what's happening spiritually, right?
4: <laughs> spiritually, that's what they're doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. One thousand percent.
4: Yeah. And honestly, if I was some drugged out, deadbeat dad, I'd be like, fine, take the kid. But the fact is, my child was literally kidnapped from the room there by her grandmother who has a restaurant. Down the street, if anybody wants to go to the German Hut in Taiwan, you know, good advertising, baby, really makes your your restaurant look good. To be a kidnapper, and then um Paul's the mother who's in America at the time looking for work. I'm in Taiwan, by the way. It's about five thousand miles away.
2: What time is it?
4: Oh, it's, it's bedtime right now. I'm going to bed.
2: Twelve but ten?
3: Like
4: it's one thirty in the morning. I'm going 1:30. to bed. But All this crap from the last 11 years, 11 years, 11 months has given us the perfect opportunity to finally flush this whole family cult down the toilet and say, look, there was abuse before and it's still happening today. People are doing bad stuff. And, um, you know, you want to know about it? Just call Michael Basham, you know, Family International Cult Awareness Month. His house is like one of the last like mission bases but it's turned into a safe house for people are leaving the cult. And this is the kind of stuff that happens when you try to take in a bunch of women and kids that are getting abused, they steal your kid. And then they hire lawyers to try to come after your kid. So it's a little bit different than your average situation, but I my heart goes out to people who who are fighting for custody and I say fight for your kids. You know, just be in your kid's life. You know, it's important. Even if your kid acts like they like my daughter's confused now. She's been without me for nine months. And finally, the judge, the freaking Coast Guard, I canceled her passport. I got a lawyer. I did everything I could. I, I contacted the American authorities. I've had private investigators, everything to go after these criminals because they are criminals. And finally, she's back with me. But you know what? She's messed up. It's been eight months, nine months without her dad. They've been filling her head with crap mm-hmm. and, and she's a mess and it hurts you as a father to see your kid like that. You don't, you don't discipline them. You just love them and, and they, they will come back to normal. And if you're a good dad, of course, but you know, my daughter's a Basham and this Jezebel thing, man, we're going to flush it. We're going to flush yeah. it. I'm not coming after physical people here. It's a spirit of Jezebel that wants to rip apart families, wants to come after the prophets. It doesn't like what we're doing, bro. Doesn't like it. The first show we did, my daughter was with me. And then boom, you didn't hear about me for like eight months. And now she's back. And it's been a miracle. And it's going to get better, but it's also going to get a lot worse for people that go down the dark side. So watch out, you Jezebels.
3: You mess with Truthseeker. You <laughs> mess with Michael
4: Basham. And I know the American government. I know the Coast Guard. I know mafia people and not triads. I don't even know what which mafia they are. I just have mafia people yeah. constantly calling me. They're like, Michael, you need help get your daughter back. You just give Mr. Chang one phone call. We'll get your daughter back. I'm like, Hi, no, we're yes. doing the
3: legal way. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
4: but don't you mess with Truthseeker. I might just call the mafia on your butts, man. So. Anyway, awesome. uh, love you guys. Yeah. Love you and Heck love you.
2: Yeah. That's Michael Basham, guys. Give it up for Michael Basham. Woo, I wish I had a little button to push up.
4: No, it's all right, dude. You well just, look, let's
2: do this, man. Before we go, let's say a prayer. Let's pray against the spirit of Jezebel. Let's pray for rest for anybody who's uh Amen. dealing with that. And uh and pray for the Amen. people, you know, who want custody of their kids, man, who are fighting Amen. with those Jezebels too.
3: That's you know,
2: right. That spirit rears its head up in every like you said, place of government, your grandfather has a has teachings about being in the place of government. It says the high places like these spirits operate in yes. high places, and this is the the educational system, the government system, religious Amen. system, like the Jezebels are there, you know so um yep, this Amen. is what we're doing so i'll I'll yeah. start with a prayer too with a prayer, and then if you want to pray for the children or whatever man the Lord leads you, we'll do that. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I'm going to pray if, if anybody out there is uh, um, growing weary and well doing this is for you if you got people coming against you people running your name through the, mur- uh, through the dirt through mud um, this is for you and if you need some peace and some rest right now we're just going to pray uh, God I thank you Lord that we just create uh, even a place of solace right now I thank you that uh, spiritually we just enter your cave of rest we enter a place of thanksgiving a place where we have exceeding joy. Uh, a place where we have peace, even though we're not supposed to. The world would say that we should be confused, that we should be in a state of panic, uh, a state of disarray. But in you, God, you give us a peace that surpasses all understanding, that we don't have to freak out, that we don't have to figure out how to respond and how to shut people down and how to stop the mouth of of the accuser. God, I thank you that you love us, love your children. And even as a bear robbed of her cubs, God, you come out and you fight for us, Lord. And we don't have to do anything. We just have to just be there and stay and stand, God, that you fight our battles for us. We don't have to do anything, but just rest in you, God. I thank you that that's our peace. I thank you that that's our inheritance, God. Lord, that everywhere we go, God, we're going to claim this ground for you. So, God, anybody out there struggling in their mind and their bodies right now, God, I'm asking for peace to be imparted to them right now. In Jesus' mighty name, God, I thank you that you are more than enough, that you are all we need. And that uh, you will shut the mouth of the accuser, God. You said that any weapon that is formed against us, you will condemn it, Lord. You said that any tongue that rises up against us, that you would condemn. You said, touch not mine anointed; do my prophets no harm. God, that's us. Yes, Thank you, Lord, that, that you have a hedge of protection, just like you had over Job, God. A hedge of protection that uh, it, everything around them, beside them may fall. 10,000 at the right, 1,000 at the left, God. But no harm shall come nigh our dwelling, God. I pray that for my friends listening right now. Peace be upon them. In Jesus' mighty name, God, those fighting, the fathers struggling for custody, God, I thank you for the father's heart, that you would just bless it, God. And even for those fathers, God, who have given up the fight, the fathers who have given yes. up on their children, God, I pray that you just pour out your heart upon them, God. Yes, let, them, let them see their children like you see them, God. Amen. Jesus' mighty name.
4: Thank you, Lord. I thank you for my brother. Thank you for real brothers. Lord, people of loyalty, people of valor, people of just courage, and that they speak not just information, not just religion, not just even New Age knowledge into their listeners, but that they are on the cutting edge of what you're doing in this time and that they have so much love for family, for brethren, and for humanity, that you would promote my brother, that you would take Derek, that you would put him into places where he never even dreamed, even though he has so much um, influence right now, that you would just continue to promote and to put him into places of greater and greater uh, favor. And I see that right now, and I thank you for that, that that's what you're going to do. And for fathers and for families to realize their importance, that that is the representation of you. You are our father in heaven. A lot of us didn't have good fathers. I'm very thankful that I did. And that um, each of us fathers would realize our importance and our place of just absolute, um, that we we need to just stand in that place. (laughs) And um, thank you, Lord, for, for the kids, Jesus. We just ask for angels to be sent. Right now, we're not astral projecting, but we send as many spirits and angels and, and just heaven itself to go after those kids that are suffering, that are in a bad place. I reach out to um, my dear sister, Kara, um, divinitykitty at gmail.com or PayPal. That's been, we're, we're trying to reach out. And a lot of other people, Abigail, South Africa, and people that are in abusive situations with kids that are being abused. And I just command the spirit of Jezebel to be maimed, to have its, I don't even want to call it a woman because Jezebel is not worthy to be called a woman, but to be, to have its entrails ripped out and to be hung by its own entrails with its tongue lopped out and with whatever black bile left and its veins to be spread out and for the dogs to rip this thing to shreds in each family's life that's listening. And I'm sorry for the grotesque picture there, but that is what is coming to the enemy that dares touch my family and the families of those that, that are uh, that are yoked with us. And for my brother truth and for anybody that comes after him, I just command the spirit of Jezebel to be destroyed in a painful way. We command the spirit of resurrection so we can bring back that spirit so we can rip it apart again in a brand new imaginative way we'll just keep we'll keep killing you and torturing you and then we'll bring you back to life so we can kill you and re-torture you and destroy you again (laughs) hallelujah how about that for a spirit filled bash and prayer we're we're into war here man i don't care about mercy for these demons you can destroy them you can torture them i have Vicious dreams of going after these guys. I mm, love wow. to bash their teeth into the pavement. You know, Malcolm X style, you know, American History X. <laughs> yep. That's what you got got coming, you fallen angels, snot sh- wad, you know, turds. Okay, I'll let you go. Let oh, you go. man.
2: Shoot. <laughs> this
4: is too much fun talking to you, man.
2: Amen. Good, man. Yep, yep, yep.
4: Ugh, I gotta take a chill mm. pill, man. I'm like weepy here, dude. You touched my heart tonight, man. But I got my New Age candles.
2: <laughs> if you go back to your New Age ways, you pray, but then you go back to the New Age ways. <laughs> why, does, why, why do
4: the New Agers control candles, man? I love candles.
2: All right. I'm, I mean, I try to like anything in the New Age is like what is, incense. I look at the incense in the Old Testament, how they offered up incense as sweet aromas yeah, before the Lord and offered prayers and believed that their prayers would carry up as the incense has gone up for prayer. Like,
4: yeah, man. Well, I
2: can't do that. I I'm know, not going to give it to to them. No, you can't have my incense. I love incense. Um, you give know, me
4: back oils, my incense.
2: You know what I'm saying? The uh, essential oils, you know, frankincense. Do you I got to have whole... doTERRA essential oils because I do. Not doTERRA, but my wife is a living uh, young living representative.
4: Oh, you Ian Clayton cult worshiper. <laughs> but do you have MMS, dude? Oh what's that, man?
2: That's just straight for uh frankincense.
4: Whoa. Yeah. I got a man. bunch of it. All this talk about Carrie Cassidy, let me just say that she was the one that introduced MMS to me. Alright. Hold a Are you selling that stuff, man?
2: No, my wife is. My okay. Wife,
4: for real. Poster poster store.
2: Yeah. We, that we're gonna be, do, I'm going to do a show with my wife. She's really nervous to come on, but we're going to do a show on it soon.
4: She's like my my husband. He talks so much. I don't know how to how to. Uh, I'll just be eclipsed by his flame. You know. That was but, a- um, tell her I would I would love to. You know what? My girlfriend. We're talking about doing business stuff to get to promote what we're doing too. Um, it would be awesome if we would get our our spouses out there to talk. This kind of stuff and and yep, you know and our kids look at little mini Alex Jones out there facing that uh, what's his name, Hog, David oh, Hog. Oh, David Hog. <laughs> oh man,
2: it's so cool. Did you,
4: well, and did you watch the Vice. Did
2: part. you watch that that little Vice documentary that they put out showing no. the, uh, the truthers <sighs> and stuff and the conspiracy guy going against the pastor? Oh, oh yeah. no, I gotta
4: see that. Oh my god, yeah, I
2: posted it. It's. It's gone. It's over ten million views right now, but uh, they just posted it. Um, uh, but it's essentially I posted it with the commentary that said, "Uh, this is why I don't deal with uh, um, th- these uh, uh, false flag truthers anymore. You know, they scream false flag on everything, everything. And yeah, I, yeah it's really pretty. In, it's an intense video. Some people think it's fake, but um, but no, I've I've met people that are that extreme. And they're they're actively pursuing hoaxers and and that and they think everybody's a hoaxer, and David Hogg is a hoaxer and, and a act crisis actor and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Uh, what a weirdness. Yeah. The 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 mainstream's addressing it now, you know, because it's gotten that big where they have to address it, you know.
3: Well, it's, but, it's saying, just I'm her,
2: saying like, was yeah. you there with Moses? Did you meet Moses? No. Did you meet David Hogg? Do you know David Hogg? I don't. I can't mm. say that he's not a hoaxer. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I never met him. Sorry. I give it an opinion what I think, but as far as saying, as a matter of fact, Jesus never existed. You don't know that, sir. 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 You don't know that.
4: Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I mean, you gotta really, really attack the gospels to say Jesus never existed and say that they were all fake, which is really hard to do. And you've got to also gone. go back
3: and attack all
4: the old testament uh dead sea scrolls. I mean, Jesus is a historical fact. I tell people it's not a religion. He's history. He's human the human race, you know? And um, yeah, I mean that's Just fact, man. And I I believe he is the answer to Buddhism and Hinduism and all these other religions.
2: I'm I'm at the point where like I don't care about the like proving the existence or whatever. And there's people who defend it and they're they're really good at holding it up. And there's people who are really good at proving that it's not like they got some they try to, you know, say that all the proof is all, you know, fabricated fake stuff. You know, Josephus and stuff like that. But I'm more interested in what if he is fake, what the hell are we tapping into? Like what are we tapping into this loving peaceful force that uh communicates with us and, and makes things happen and uh you know it's a part of our lives and wants to know about us and communicate it's a what is that then if you don't want to call it Jesus, you can call it what you want but something is we're tapping into this force that responds to the name jesus that that uh communicates that is a loving place of faith and and I think it's partly in all in Not all religions, because I haven't studied all religions, but many religions or many spiritual people, right, who have a connection with God um, through a very similar means. So I talk about the Kundalini, I talk about praying in tongues, you know what I'm saying? All of these very similar things that we're in, something is happening. People are, you know, their mind is going to another place. They're speaking a foreign language or making noises. Things are happening in their brain. And not just Christianity, Mm -hmm. not just the crazy Christians. Like this has been happening. For a long time, like, and it was done by other cults and, and other religious practices. I know something's going on. Something is there. You can't, tell, you can't, you can't tell, tell me otherwise, whether it's psychological, whether we all have that within us that we can tap in and commune, and mm-hmm. if we believe it's real, then it becomes real. And if we think that we can speak, then we already set ourselves up to believe that it's going to communicate back. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to, but something is going on and we're in touch with, with something that loves us, that's out there, that's greater than ourselves. And it's beautiful. You know, at least I am, you know what I'm saying? Say we, I I don't know what you're in touch with. I feel feel the joy. That's what, you know, it's, that's what it's about for me. So I'm in touch with a being that loves me, that has my greatest, uh, um, intentions in mind and it has a path laid out for me and it's got a, it, it imparts grace and peace and truth and understanding and, and like that's what I'm in touch with I don't I can't say what everybody else is in touch with like this is what I call God this is what I call Yahweh this through the presence and person of Jesus made manifest which is the express image of God you know what I'm saying and that's legit but there's christians and we're going to keep going here but there's christians who their view of God is different much different yeah. than what I just said Yeah, God is an angry God. He's pissed all this sin that's going on. Somebody has to pay for this, all this sin. And uh, if you don't follow Jesus, you got to pay. He wants your blood. Like there's the, there's that aspect that they like to focus on. I think that all of, and like we talked about, I think all of it's true. I think that if that shapes your reality, you see life that way. That's your lens that you view God. It's your lens that you view humanity. That's you. Everything is pissing God off. All of your buildings, all of your pagantry, your idol worship is pissing God off, and you're bringing down wrath upon humanity. Like people, like if that's your perception, your brain changes, and you perceive the world that way, and you respond, right. you act accordingly to that narrative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you're looking for, what you believe, you're going to see it. It is real. You're going to look at tattoos. You're going to look at. You know, everything is stuff God hates. God hates sin. God hates this. God hates fags. God hates this, you know, versus God extends mercy and grace to the gay people, to people who are covered in tattoos, the people who curse, people who drink, people who are addicted to pornography. Like God can send grace to them and and get them off of any addiction. That's what I believe sin is. An addiction is something that's not good. You know what I'm saying? A vice, shopping, spending all your hard-earned money on tattoos or whatever the case is, like whatever your vice is, man, that doesn't, it's not good, it's not helping you, it's harming you, you know, to repent of that, repent of that sin, have a change in the way that you think, and it gets really deep because all of the Bible is talking about the way that you think, to repent is to have a change of mind, a change of heart, it talks about becoming an enemy of God in your mind, and that we're justified by grace through faith, through believing and acknowledging with our mind that we're justified, all of this has already happened it's not like god's going Im- to impute grace to you and impute this and do a new thing with something different this is already done that's the gospel he's already done it that's the good news it's not the if well i wish god would have mercy upon me no he already has so let me tell you why let me tell you how you can tap into yeah. it it's through christ yeah. it's through a relationship with him and so mm-hmm. it's there regardless but you mm-hmm. have to make that mental acknowledgement you have to hear the gospel and it says that hearing, we, we understand and we build our faith by hearing it. And uh, that's why it's so, so important. But it's, all, it's in your head, dude. It like changes the way. As a man thinketh it, in his heart, so shall he be. If you believe it, you, you listen to eight hours. If you listen to eight hours of anything, it's going to influence you. We're talking about eight hours of video games. We're talking about eight hours of pornography. We're talking about eight, eight hours of summoning UFO lectures of Stephen Greer. That's, dude, I drove for a living. And I did more, a lot more than eight hours. I drove for like 15 hours a day. And I'm listening to Stephen Greer by the time I get in my truck to the time I got home. You know, and he, trust me, he has enough content out there for you to do that for a long time. And if it ain't Stephen Greer, it's somebody very similar, you know. Right. And, uh, and that changed the way that I thought. And it changed the way that what I was doing with my free time. I was out there trying to summon UFOs. <laughs> wow.
4: Man, which is not a bad thing in itself as long as you're you know, controlled by the Holy Spirit. I mean, yeah, I joined exactly. yeah. the family called, and in essence I was like, hey guys, you guys have spiritual UFOs from heaven. You have prophecies of craft <laughs> that deliver the keys of the kingdom to you. This is freaking yeah. amazing. Like I've never seen this before. Oh, we don't really know if it's true. I'm like, well what if it is true, dude? Like mm-hmm. this is so cool. I used to go and, and read all those um New Age alien abduction books and we've listened Canary Cry interviews people that, that talk about the abduction stuff. And there's a lot of really good Christian researchers. Jim Wilhelmsen.
2: Oh, um, all those guys early on, yeah. Joe Jordan. I not listen to much yeah. of them anymore, honestly.
4: Well, we're podcasting now, dude. We don't have time to listen to stuff all day. But,
2: like, we've but done it. Talk, we, did our di- we did our time. <laughs> we did. Well, I, well I, I made a conscious decision to stay away from those because everything's demonic for most of those guys. And I can't. Right. I can't yeah. explore. I can't deal with that if everything is demonic. Like I've listened to hours and hours of Jim, well, Jim Wilhelm, H- H- Henson, uh Guy Malone. You know what I'm saying, Marzulli, right. Like all of these guys that you never—they're not even big names anymore. Big player, Derek, yeah. Derek, uh, and his wife. What's his name? Derek Gilbert. Gilbert. You know all of right. those guys. Like I, when I first got into ufology, it was from the Christian perspective. Obviously, you want to hear what the Christians have to say. But then it's right. like the same thing over and over, everything's demonic and they just demonize everything. And I got so I was like, let me listen to something else. Somebody that doesn't have a bias, because the Christians have a bias. Yes. Let me listen yeah. to a Greer. And I was like, wow, Greer, then Wilcock and then Gilliland. And I was like, look, man, there's something a little bit more to this. And then I start finding their narrative in the Bible as well. That these are just messengers. These they, they bring you messages. They meet with people. If you're fasting and praying in a mountain, you may have an angelic host appear to you. You know mm. what I'm saying? They may look like a Nordic. They may look like an Arcturian or a reptile. I don't know what they're going to look like. They have the ability yeah. to change into men and, and look like us. You know, so uh, it just brings something else to the table. And we're gone over two hours. We can, well, almost two and a half, one of these long episodes here. It's into the wee hours we of the morning. Ever,
4: dude. You it's should come on my hot. show. We'll do a three-hour show sometime
2: four hours let's do uh, let's do a roundtable. me you and uh adam yeah your... let's get let's
4: get our listeners let's do like a an open lines talk sometimes hey, dude,
2: my in my dude my my listeners man um the lines are open right now too so i always open the lines nobody calls in anymore but um they're too intimidated
4: <laughs> you're too big now dude
2: you <laughs> no. like, don't know what we would say um but we no, I have some them. really cool guests. I've interviewed Adam. We've, I've done a whole show on him. Joshua Fluman, Chris Bars, like, cool. Forgetting some people. But I have a lot of my, my audience on. I uh, hear their story, man. They listen for a reason. Like, they've had similar encounters. I don't think that... I don't think many... I don't think I'm convincing many people. Like, I don't think this is new. People who find my work, they're like, oh, man, I listen to True Seeker Man, and he just got me into all this. I think that most people have already had some type of encounter, even if it was an encounter when they was a child. Psychic abilities, hearing voices, seeing shadows in their room. You know what I'm saying? And then you're taught that it's all demonic. But what if it's not demonic? What if it is a soul in between that needs help? You're not going to hear that from many churches.
4: Well, here's the thing, dude. I don't, I don't think people realize like we've already got it. You know, They're waiting for the spaceships to show up in the sky and it's coming from within the wickedness is arising within, but also the righteousness and we're supposed to judge angels. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, you're into the Jason Westerfield story. Um, that whole thing is, is kind of a Testament. Like people can open the wrong door and get sucked in by the Pleiadians or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, what we want is we want results and where I'm going, where I hope to go, is where people can see that this is legit. I'm not gonna tell anybody that I have the keys of the universe until I have the keys of the universe.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm just gonna be kind of telling people what's going on in my life. And I'll say, look, I had this prophetic dream, it came true, or hey, like listen to this guy. He seems to know something. I'm just like you guys. And and I find myself in the most bizarre situations affecting world history. But it's like, I'm really nobody. And if I can do this, anybody can do this. It's not about the podcast. It's just, this is because I want to share our stories and say, look, you know, it's about you guys. It's about the people listening to us. And it's really about us coming together and, and not killing each other for, for little smidgelets of meat, morsels of Patreons or whatever. So it's it's gonna be real. We're gonna teleport. People I look, I've met people in Taiwan that have told me teleportation stories. YWAM. Churchy Christians have teleportation stories, recent ones. Um but I wanna learn how to do it like we're doing the Skype call. You know, I wanna see, you know, communicative telepathic telepathic experiences with people without the internet. And we're preparing for that and we need to Start practicing it. We need to develop. We need to cultivate it. I think that Truth Seeker, you should have meditative audios out there for people. Believe in yourself, man. Believe in what you've got. I and got just one now. Sharing it, man. I got one. I'm working.
2: I just got to finish it. It's not All right. just, I'm, I'm gonna tell it to and you. And I'll now. develop some too. Look, I'm not gonna say this works until it works. Well, but, that's what I'm uh, saying, like, if you can imagine it, you create it with your your mind or your pineal gland, your third eye. Like it's not demonic to open your third eye. Like there's something within you that if you God put in there, but it's demonic if it's that's with your anatomy. That's just we, weird. But I got I know, one. I know, of I know one. you got good one. Great. Yeah.
4: Please, I want to. I want that. I'll, I'll pay it's money called, for it. It's
2: called the Throne Room Visualization, and it <laughs> takes you through. Um, it, it takes you through um, Jerusalem and on into like the desert and you're flying through the desert and you just get the visualization and you go through like the temple, like, uh, or like the tabernacle and you go in and you start seeing stuff. And we know the tabernacle is symbolic, you know, for the body and for different states of worship, different levels, the outer core, yeah. the inner core, and everything that you see is all symbolic about the astral realm, yeah. the spirit realm, and seeing um, all this stuff. And then you go into the Holy of Holies, to meet God and you're flying through space yeah. and you're astral traveling, <laughs> meeting God. And then when you come back to yourself, I always like to bring out the notion in these meditations that you didn't have to go anywhere to go see God at all. And like you've I always think. been with him and he's always been with you. You know what I'm saying? So you have this encounter that you go to this place and yeah. you, you find God and, but you never had to do that to even be close to God. He's always wow. with you. Always, even into the ends of the earth, you know what I'm saying. So, it's always been beautiful to do do stuff. But I'm working on one that's gonna like it's gonna start naming. I feel like
4: I could start astral projecting right now. Just listen to you.
2: man. since I'm I'm not kidding, dude, audio engineering, I may put like noise of wind. You know what I'm saying? And like people talking. Do it, dude. There's people around, and I wish
4: more people would do this.
2: I'm gonna do it, bro. Look, you know what?
4: Anybody listening to you guys, if you think that you can do a better one. Then truth seeker, you do it. But I don't think anybody can. But look, the world, the World Wide Web needs to be flooded with these kind of videos. Just look at the new age people. I'm looking at um, astral projection uh, meditative things on YouTube and they're beautiful, but I'm sorry, but they channel the stars and they get under you know, yeah, Azazel.
3: Stuff that
2: you have to like change. It. Yeah.
4: Yeah, man. And I'm trying to go to bed listening to this stuff. I'm like, no, I don't want to <laughs> get stuck under the stars because they're like Baal worshiping like Moloch and child sacrifice.
1: You idiots. You have no idea what you're doing, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to get
3: under
2: that.
4: Yeah. But then again, like Dr. O, you know, he screams too much. Yeah. Please, somebody you know, get.
2: I, I, I'll, I'll to say this cool. about Dr. O. Like, he didn't turn me off. His followers turned me off. Just like. Happened with Brandon oh, wow. a lot. His followers. Like, oh, wow. I dealt with the guy who built his website. He wanted to come oh, on my no. show for... He wanted to come on I my show for this. a podcast.
3: Don't tell oh, me this, God. man. I'm not
2: like, going to say his name. Maybe somebody else. But he wanted to... Come, he would, they're just too a matter of fact. Like, Dr. O is the... And he was, like, trying... He was asking me about my uh, spiritual encounters... But he would only do it to show me up. Oh yeah, well I've, I've I can summon aliens on cue. Oh, you've seen UFOs? That's nice. I can <laughs> shut my eyes and communicate right now and make one manifest. That's nice. And like he was doing this in conversation, oh, like oh guy, like back off, bro. You know what?
4: Let's go astral project this, guys.
2: <laughs> right. He was just doing it like it was a competition, like. And I, and I say that because I was checked. I wasn't checked, but the guy who led me to the Lord years ago, he says you have to be careful about with your revelations and your encounters because people have been, you know, even with testimonies, brother, I was a drug addict, brother. I used to shoot heroin. Oh man. I used to rob people, bro. Like oh, I used to do this. And you're like reminiscing and giving glory to the bad stuff you used to do to, to, and and at the same time, give glory to Jesus for saving you from it. The same way with these encounters, brother, I've been in a place where I just left my body and the aliens greeted me and, Patted me on the back and said, "Welcome, good and faithful servant." I didn't know if I was going to go back, you know. And it, it, then then got cut you off to say, "Well, yeah, I was in a, I was there too," you know. And you get That's into kind a of like place. Cool to so, let you
4: know all these people, man. I mean, just tell them like, "Wow, come on the show, <laughs> come dude. on, Michael Bassett's show or my show."
2: I mean,
3: I was just inviting them on, even if I'd they like were like,
2: "I don't want to brag, like I'm special." I, I try to say everybody gets to do this stuff. Like yes, I've summoned UFOs, but like we're reading in the comment section here you can too other people are saying that yeah. they've done it yeah and you know um so it and, I, and i'll say my podcast that i came up listening to i didn't want theories the theories are okay but i wanted to hear your experiences
4: yes like even the there coast to go. coast
2: am when somebody says i woke up and there was a man in my room he started hovering above my bed then he went up through the ceiling then he came back through the floor like that's just, i'm on the edge of my seat like what happened next you know my overactive imagination is seeing it and I'm having the encounter with you because you're sharing your story that it yes. really happened. And, uh, and that's the stuff I liked. So I like to hear people's stories, man. I like to hear people who yeah. left their body or died or met Jesus or met Metatron or Krishna or whatever. I don't care what it is. Like it's up to the person to judge. I have my personal opinion. I'm not going to, matter-of-fact you but um you know i enjoy it i enjoy these stories i watch a lot of tv and movies and that embody this stuff you know i mean i'm excited about that kind of stuff you know jesus likes cars he, <laughs> might, he
4: might be into some series not all of them and the people that i know who have had um ndes and you know, near death experiences, or they, there's actually a teenager in our house that's had a ghost crawl under her bed when she was doing a mission trip Mm. recently, a few weeks ago. They're totally normal people. Well, okay. If you watch the video, so then you might not think that, but they're just down to earth, approachable, fun people.
3: Mm. And
4: that's the thing. Jesus literally his eyelids emit lightning for eyelashes. And his eyeballs are like the sun, and you can't stand before him. But at the same time, he can also manifest as a guy by the river cooking fish. Want some? So that's who we are. Mm-hmm. We should all be able to manifest UFOs. We should all be able to see this stuff in our spirits. We should be able to see our. We should be able to see each other transfigured, and ourselves. But then we should also be able to have a barbecue, which I'm going to have tomorrow night with anybody in Taiwan is invited. uh, We're going to have a barbecue on the roof. Um, You don't have to speak Chinese. It's not Mexico. No, my bro, man.
2: Daniel Lovett just joined the conversation.
4: Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about that guy. Kick him off. (laughs) He's not
2: allowed. He's not spiritual enough. We should have, a, we should have a, a round table with him, too. We should, we should have him in the, uh, in the round table we're going to do. I yeah, was just, we, totally. we, did, we did a show together. Like, we interviewed each other, and uh, it was on this platform. So It's not out yet, but it's going to be out soon. Um, but yeah, he's really cool. Connected with him uh, two weeks ago, I think it was.
4: Got to do it. And when we learn how to teleport, we're going to Daniel Levitt's house. We're going to have a bonfire, and we're going to have a glass of wine, and we're going to talk about all this stuff. It's going to happen. Right, mark my words, one of us is going to figure out how to do it. You know what? I get solicited
2: all the time for people trying to do this in my inbox. they're like hey bro let's uh let's go through a portal. I want to hang out with you and you me and uh so and so I want to meet you guys in the, in the fifth- fifth density, and let's do it and part has of me has anybody is like, seen you? <laughs> has anybody seen you yet?
4: No, but they claim that they're like
2: the angels and stuff. I think I've told you about that. It's
4: scriptural to meet the angel of someone's presence. When Peter was in prison and he he got out, they're like, oh, no, 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 it's not him. It's the angel of his presence. So there could be a Derek that looks just like you traveling around. That
2: could be what we're calling the higher self. You know? Yeah. There's this aspect of you. I, if I'm looking back at some stuff in the Greek stuff and then even like like they believe like in the higher self, they believe that you, the planetary alignment that you come from, that you're bound to that that star system and that you're in outer space. The real you is in, in, in heaven, looking down upon yourself, having this encounter. And they say tapping into your higher self to kind of get revelation about what you should do, where you should go. You tap into your higher self that knows what you're supposed to be doing, what you're sitting here to do. Like the Greeks believed in very similar stuff to that. I can't help but hear that stuff and, and hear that we're seated with Christ in, in heavenly places. We're sitting with Jesus right now, watching this encounter, watching this experience. I can't help but try to tie those, those things together with everything that I hear. And I can't say that that's not happening.
4: I recommend everybody listening to this to get okay. some candles and listen to Truth Seeker with candles. It's I feel like I'm literally like having an astral experience. I'm just feeling elated
3: and what just it is. and I'm not taking
4: any kind of drugs. It's two o'clock in the morning, but I'm this is like when I usually go to bed anyway. And I know we gotta turn this thing off, but I'm just like
2: Wouldn't that be cool after though,
4: two and a half hours cool of Truth Seeker with candles, dude.
2: I may you may just go to sleep with you. on and let me just try to pull you out your body. All right, dude. All right. We get <laughs> and we get some infra- juicy <laughs> information. Cause you're asleep when you got your headphones on, Michael. <laughs> what do you feel? We do have a caller, Michael. Let's let's take this caller before we go.
4: All right, good. Cause I'm going to leave my body now. Okay, good. Cool. Caller from North Indiana.
3: Who's speaking with?
0: Hey, True Speaker. This is Kathy.
3: Hey, Kathy. How you doing?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. I've just turned on and caught just a bit of what you guys are talking about, but I can relate to all of that stuff
2: because I I was like As we mentioned, you you said you've you've encountered him or it.
0: Yes, I have. He saved my life a couple of times. Yeah. Tell us more. And I saw him him twice as a child, and now since I'm psychic, I'm a psychic medium since January. (laughs) I have. Uh, I'm in constant contact with him because he's my guardian angel. And, and he's uh, the
2: main one that, that that you go to. It's not like there's a whole bunch of them, but he is the main one.
0: Um, I have them all at my availability. I just need to say their name or think of them, and they're there. But uh, right now, he's with me 24 seven. As is one of my most special guides, which. People are going to think I'm crazy because I have some pretty famous guides, but uh, Prince is also with me all the time. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I can't lie. uh, I think
2: everything we've been talking about sounds crazy, though, so we're in good company.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, you know, I've always kind of been the black sheep of the family because I had my abilities as a child. And I had an imaginary friend, and uh, no one saw her but me. She would also play with me in my room as a silver orb. And her name um, was or is Silver Bell. She's one of my guides now. And she was my sister in the 1800s uh, when I was a Native American. And... Uh, Another one of my guides was also my sister, and her name is Princess Diana. And she was also Mm. a sister of mine in Atlantis. And we've had this conversation where my son and my grandson, my son looks like her, her son William, my middle son. And um, in Atlantis, my son and my grandson were her sons it just sounds freaky as crap I know but when you can talk to spirit you're going to find out a lot of stuff (laughs) and um she's not with me all the time she's off with her her love that she passed away with uh which passing away is just going to the other side they're still alive they're just not in a meat suit like we all are on this side and um they can manifest anything. I believe they're living on the new earth as we speak. Um, that's what they're all telling me that because they can, they're interdimensional spirits now. Um, when my mom passed away, she haunted my house for a month before I told her, "Mom, you got to move on," you know, because um, I had my grandkids living with me, and that's the reason why she wouldn't leave because her and I never saw eye to eye, and. um She uh, didn't think I could take care of my grandbabies, I guess. (laughs) And um, she rattled our doorknobs and uh, made our rocking chair rock when no one was there. No one was by it. And she, this is what everybody else saw, okay? I'm telling you things that, there's people to back me up on this. She turned on a light that was unplugged. And I knew it was her because then she would not let me rest at night. She would, like, pull on my shoulder and turn me over and just stare me in the face. And it's because she knew I could see her. But the reason why I lost my abilities as a child is we didn't have a good relationship at all, and I knew my mother didn't love me. And um, when you're under a lot of hurt and sadness and depression, you're not at your highest vibrational level. And things just got worse mm-hmm. for me as I got older. I got pregnant when I was young at 15 to an abusive man. Mm-hmm. And so I lost my abilities through my whole adult life until mm-hmm. January. But I'd always known that I was psychic as a child. I mean, I had a real strong empathic thing going on. and My, intu- my intuition was very, very mm-hmm. strong. But I couldn't hear spirit anymore. And I used to tell my mom, hey, mom, I see this girl, you know, she's my friend. She's like, well, bring your friend over sometime. And I would. Nobody else would see her. <laughs> so she thought I had mental issues. And then I would tell her I'd hear these conversations in my head all the time. She's like, you mean like you're conscious? And I'm like, no, I know what my conscious is, you know, like your, your higher self and um i'm like this is full on conversations two people talking in my ear that are not me mm.
2: it's <laughs> like that's so kind of like you're just a uh like you're in between you you're like i think that's a, a weird place to be too like there's two spirits communicating and you're picking up on the conversation mm. do you ever um like I knew years ago with like land, landline Telephones. Thank you for calling, Kathy. We got it. We're right at the end of the show. Um, but nice to meet you, Kathy. There's like, there's like, you pick up a telephone on the landline and you hear people talking in the background. Have you ever? Or you pick up and it's you're on somebody's conversation. Like the lines get crossed, or it would happen a lot when it would rain. I know, I remember. We pick up the line and somebody's there, and you can just start talking to them. Hmm. I mean, they're having a conversation. You just like, you just like on three way or something. So. But what's, yeah. what's funny we talk we talking about this last night we we're, were talking about movies and that have like esoteric plots and meanings and stuff and there's a movie um, that I just watched and it's a horror it's I say it's a horror movie it's a scary movie um, it's a thriller but it's called Insidious 4 and um, it it reminds me of what uh, she was saying about um, It's about a girl, I don't want to give the whole story away, but it's for anybody who's intuitive or psychic, and especially people who have had a hard time dealing with that, it's about a young girl who's having these uh, psychic abilities as a kid, seeing ghosts in her house and having these supernatural encounters, and her her dad's like beating her because of it. It's like, if you talk about these ghosts again, I'm going to beat you. And so she has to act like she's not having it, so much so to where like she was abused and then had to act like she wasn't seeing ghosts and had to keep it to herself. Then it's about her kind of coming back into um, those abilities and those giftings um, with uh, with doing it as she got older. And she was used as a very powerful healer or a psychic when she got older. But it's a scary movie. There's jump scares and stuff in it. But Insidious 4, it's the new one called like The Ghost Key or something like that. Uh, I watched it recently. It was really good. So I'll I suggest that for anybody who wants to. Watched something similar to that with that plot in it. That was very interesting. I watched, I watched the movie The Sixth Sense with my wife and daughter. It's been about a year now, maybe a little bit longer. But I watched it when I was a witch. I watched it when I was uh, into that kind of New Age stuff and dealing with demons. And it was kind of weird, right? But I watched it recently, and I was crying watching it. Whoa silly because my wife was looking over at me and my daughter like why are you crying I'm just like trying to fight back tears man of just and it just it all made a lot more sense man being able like I talk to people who have who are sensitive to the spirit realm I've seen spirits I've been made fun of you know what I'm saying the kid I see dead people he's able to see this stuff and um, it's just all too real man you know and it was very emotional for me to watch The second time, the first time it was, it was just a really cool movie. Second time I was in tears watching it, you know?
1: Wow, man, Insidious and
4: The Sixth Sense is kind of a a jump there. But wow, man, it's, when you remove the scary music, the stuff is not that scary. Like, it's just part of reality.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: It's uh, American Beautiful. Hollywood. It makes it a lot scarier. But what we're doing, it's we're literally tapping into this stuff. We're, we're battling with demons and we're going to other worlds in the spirit, in our dream world. I've been to Mars so many times. It's like, it's boring. Mars is a boring place. Um, I'm going to interview a super soldier pretty soon who says that Saturn's moons are boring places. It's like drab, mm-hmm. gray, except there's a lot of evil there. There's a lot of uh, people that have been hung and their bodies are just hanging from whatever they have there, trees or whatever it is. And we're dealing with evil. You know, we're we're dealing with real evil and people don't get it. Like these Christians that are coming after us, which I, I dare hardly call Christians, they have no idea what's going on and what we're dealing with and what we need to be doing. And, you know, what you're doing, and what we're calling people to action to do, it's going to be big. It's going to be every amazing movie you've ever seen, every horror movie you've ever seen, but every awesome movie you've ever seen. This new Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Infinity War movie is so significant for what we're doing with these, um, claiming back our inheritance, the Infinity Stones, the the stones of the priesthood. Um, I don't even pretend to understand how it all works. I just know that you guys out there, you're the Avengers. You are the, the superheroes. The we super have enough. Eight. Yeah,
2: no yeah. Technology. We have
4: room for Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America, everybody. Captain
2: Taiwan. It's true, man. Yeah. So yeah, well, I gotta get to bed, to dude. I, tried, I tried to get up here an hour ago, and you kept me on another hour. Sorry, so. dude. Going Keep from one up. story to the next. Yeah. We made it work though. So for you know people. People have been wanting longer episodes because I used to do over, you know, at least two and a half hours every episode. been getting it down to about an hour, an hour and a half recently. But uh, they like these long episodes, too. I enjoyed it. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, we have
4: a lot to talk about. Call me up anytime when, you, when you're like sick of all these, you know, these astrologers and psychics. No offense. I mean, God bless that lady that called in. But sometimes it's just fun to shoot the breeze and talk about the weirdest people that we've interviewed and... Kind of- well, I just you know I
2: just reached a hundred episodes, and oh, I did I did, I did a commentary. You um, I saw of, that of, of going back on each each episode, and uh, and I gave the dirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> you are on two episodes. You have to go there and read the countdown and hear when I talked about you because I gave some commentary on you, Michael Bash. Well, I'll
4: go watch it and just see what, what exactly you said. And hey, you know what? Don't get burned out, all right? We need you for another 1,000 episodes. Yeah. You know? We need you for, oh, for yeah. every episode. Start, man. I off. need you to come on my show. I don't even have a show with you yet. I just keep I keep grabbing these shows and posting them to my friends. <laughs> I want to get you on my show and then
2: just pick your brain, dude. Yeah. And get your full testimony. We did one, did we, or no? We just. It's all been my shows <laughs> well yeah you're the
4: guy with all the technology i'm getting it i need to get a zoom account honestly my technology just sucks this computer already failed once during this interview um but we're gonna get there and you know we're both on the fringe radio network unless one of us was kicked off i mean i don't think so
2: no i wasn't kicked <laughs> off I just, i've been i've been um i've been a little bit slack on posting my new age shows on there have the new age and alien titles I've been making sure that they've been mostly Christian oriented.
4: Well, That's I do something. that too. Honestly, there's certain people I don't put on there. It's it's largely a Christian fringe community, but yeah. um what's all stopping
2: of us from... are Christian though. I mean, I'm a Christian. I, I approach all of if we're talking about right. yeah, aliens, I'm approaching the aliens from a Christian perspective. I had, you know, the the vice lady on who summons or have built a UFO watchtower and you can listen and there's biblical truth. I'll do it. You don't know,
4: hesitate I, to post that. on. I mean, I talk to Johnny regularly and if you have a disclaimer or something, that's fine. You know, put, put it on there. my intro. <laughs> just put it on there, dude. Just yeah. do it. Don't don't be too. I mean, if you have like 10 shows where you've just got all these psychics, it might be like, OK, is he Christian anymore? But at least some of them, like, that's good stuff. The idea is to attract yeah. those well, new... I've, I've
2: got a show that's coming. I'll tell you this. I've got a show that's coming up that I did. It's not public yet. <clears throat> we already did it maybe two weeks ago. I'm sla- I'm sitting behind on these shows, but uh, I got to make it public and edit it and stuff. And uh, But um, it was a straight Christian yeah. testimony, you know? My daughter's waking up there. So, all right, brother. I right, love you, man. Brother. We'll do it again love soon. Bro.
4: Okay. Night. can't even turn this thing off. <laughs> love you, bro. Okay, good night. i get you off
2: here. All right. Bye. Michael Basham, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, almost three hours. Look at that. Two hours and 51 minutes with Michael Basham. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Almost 3 a.m. his time. So, uh, yep, yep, yep. I enjoyed it. Almost three hours of truth, love, grace, um, so, yeah, if you're listening to this, three hours in, thank you. Uh, if you want to support my work, please head on over to patreon.com backslash truthseeker. Link is in the description, most likely. Um, but, yeah, growing community. You get access to all kind of cool stuff. And I'm excited about uh, building over there and what we're doing as a community on Thursday nights with the School of the Mystics. Right now we're doing a course Uh, the course is basic prophetic basic training for prophetic ministry it's been really good activation fellowship all that good stuff seeing people grow in their prophetic callings and destiny it's been awesome man i love it so with that being said i love each and every one of you guys i'm gonna go ahead and end this episode but yeah peace and chicken grease guys love you guys peace.